following presentation is licensed under the Creative Commons Attribution Sharealike Non-Commercial License. For more information on Creative Commons licensing, please visit www.creativecommons.org. I don't like this place. Alive, it's alive. Do not panic, ladies and gentlemen. The casuals have taken control of the airways. This is my wife talking over me. Waha! On Casually Hardcore. Live on alphageekradio.com. Let me just do a uh, immediate, I love you, you're pretty. <laughs> I love you too. To my loving wife across the table from me. For Sunday, the 22nd of September, 2013, this is Casually Hardcore, and I am Gnomewise. I'm Iolite. I'm Dexa. And I'm Grail. And it is so good to be back together again. Woo-hoo. I missed you guys. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we missed you, too. You've been over the hills and far away. We have. And at football games, which yes. I have less respect for. Uh, you know, nobody's perfect. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, you certainly aren't. Oh, ouch. The love. I am feeling it already, and this is why I have missed them so. <laughs> but just since we're being weird, let's immediately remember to play things like... Tangent alert! No, not quite right. Oh. Tangents are kind of a big deal. This is what happens when you have identical names on your drop-in buttons, because I suck. Yes. Yeah, you should probably fix that. Yes. Oh, hush. Um, <laughs> no speakerphone from the women. There's also this acknowledgement. Is there someone taking care of us that we need to acknowledge, or, or did Who? we... What? Nah. I, oh, oh, yeah, as usual, he stood us up. Who are you people? What are you doing in my living room? I don't know. Oh, I haven't been paying attention. Joining us in Internet Relay Chat for the live show, as usual, most of the time, is our producer, nay IRC rep, the one and bearded... Barry Vaughn, awesome. Barry White, save my life. If you have something to bring to our attention during the show, please send a personal message to Barry VA, and he'll bring it to our attention. Please, unt, thank you. I would like to apologize for missing the show last week. Um, didn't realize that Frick and Frack had hand egg responsibilities, and uh, we had to apply some more band-aids to poor Mr. Broadcast Rig here, <laughs> which we're hoping will struggle through one more show here. I'm closely watching. We need to get a, a, an audio capture of our three-year-old daughter saying, I need a Band-Aid. Yes. <laughs> That's exactly what this poor machine needs. She loves her Band-Aids, and we need that, that should be the tagline of the, the outgoing rig. Yeah. yeah. I'm watching the uh, build status on the new Doghouse Systems rig that all of you helped pay for. Thank you, thank you, thank you, and thank you to DoghouseSystems.com for giving us a hefty discount by way of donation on the rig that will hopefully be here quite soon. It is uh, in burn-in now, so it has been assembled and however, doghouse systems won't let a machine go out the door without a 48-hour torture test, which I completely respect awesome. them for. Yep. Because mm-hmm. it lets them find problems with the hardware before it leaves the gate and lands in our lap. And so we'll let you know when it arrives. And again, massive thank you out there to all of you who donated and helped make our new rig possible. And I'm apparently going to have to learn about video soon. Yeah, yeah. I've uh, been doing some research on it. And 
it's interesting. Um, it might be for the first couple times we do shows, you're probably going to be getting a lot of silence from me. So you guys need to be able to step up and carry the show because I'm going to be staring at the controls and learning how to switch cameras and, and make it not look like complete ass on the uh, video stream. <laughs> hmm. oh, so that means I have to like comb my hair, get and your talkie talkie, makeup and stuff. That yeah. means <laughs> I'm going to have to actually do my makeup. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Well, I'm wondering Ugh. things like. Oh, backgrounds and whether we want it moving into the newly remodeled office because it's got you know walls instead of windows because you know we're going to lose grail oh yeah. we are to we the are. outside world there and just we'll just be I'll kind just of a shadowy blob yeah. I, I do think it's <laughs> i am the shadowy blob known as grail <laughs> i do think that it's absolutely hilarious that we as usual have followed human procedure and we have our seats that we sit in Every time we do a radio yeah, show. Yeah, we do, huh? It's yeah. a comfort places. That's every, right. every, every time we all go to the same chairs. This is I my mean, seat. I think it's hilarious. It depends on the configuration, it's, though, too. Yeah. Because yeah. I usually sit there if it's just myself and no That's true. Oh. We do. We do default so, to that true. one when yeah. it's just you and me. Yeah. Uh-huh. Because you're going to go nice. across the table well, conversation. Just, yeah, you don't yeah. have to turn and, uh, yeah. and you mm-hmm. look at his mug and, you know, straight yeah. on. He wants to look at no moise in the eye. The whole That's time. right. <laughs> the sexy, sexy gotcha. eyes. Glare. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> Glare. Is that just grail misspelled? Glareal? Anyway. That's a stretch. <laughs> okay. That's only a couple of common letters you know, I was, there. <laughs> I was thinking of, you know, because the broadcast software lets you do the bottom third like they do on TV shows where you have, you know, the, the person's title and, you know, their... their oh, yeah. So and we I have was to have a brainstorming time. ones and, and, and the one that came to mind for Grail was Master of Pronunciation. So <laughs> be careful right. what kind of rocks you throw. Well, I'm just telling you. Master of Mispronunciation. At least I can one. spell, though. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, can't spall. But anyway, in, in terms of tangents, I finally saw World War Z this morning. Oh, oh good. I there rented you go. it. I rented it on Amazon yeah. for three ninety nine because I was unwilling to invest any more money. It was it. a good movie. As and long I as it's it, not called World War Z. Exactly. Yeah. I thought it was actually a, a, a good zombie film. Mm-hmm. It was just film. not World War Z. World 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 World. So yeah, yeah. but I, I was I was surprised that I enjoyed it. Because I was, I was expecting myself to be going. Well, I mean, there was an impossible. Well, that's wrong, and that's wrong, and that's wrong. But it was actually so different. Yeah, you didn't that have you to do kind that. Of, yeah. You didn't. Yeah, it, it, I mean, it granted, really. It's did. a cool name. I mean, World Wars. Right, you know, right. Has a nice ring to it, and but the the impossible. In terms of World Wars, yes, it yeah, has a nice exactly. ring. To it. <laughs> exactly. Well, you know. We have in our culture the World War One, World War Two, World War Three. You know, right. Is, is part of our existing. We're going to run out of numbers and have to go to the alphabet. <laughs> World War A, World War B. Well, <laughs> most people don't feel, figure there's going to be much left of if there's so a three. So, yeah. Yeah. So Unless you're living in the Star Trek universe, yeah. 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 But yeah, just the impossibility of adapting the oral history of the zombie war right. to a movie, which is all about pictures. Mm-hmm. Uh, they probably shouldn't have even tried. Well, I think they could have done it, but it probably would have been better as a TV show, it. I think. Yeah, I think it right, was a Right, where they series. had each vignette was a, yeah. a week. Yes. Would have you worked know, a little yeah. better. And they could have done a couple but of seasons. It should have been like a mini series on Showtime. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would have been HBO, because I don't have HBO. Showtime. HBO, yeah. It has to be HBO. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it would have to be HBO. And it's all about you, it basically. All- hey, yeah. he is the middle of his own universe, right? <laughs> oh, my goodness. Hey, there's a cup check in the IRC. Hey, look at that. Cup Welcome, check. Cup check. We have not seen you in a while. Good to see you. I just yeah. like to say, Cup check. Cup check. <sighs> but anyway. Smack it. Ouch. Mm, anyway, <laughs> moving right along. And then I flinched in sympathy. Yeah. Which is an interesting thing for a chick to do. Yeah. Hey. You can imagine. Yeah, I guess. 
different cups, it still hurts. <laughs> Maybe not the same, <laughs> but if you smack them, they hurt. Be afraid. Be very afraid. Sorry. Everyone go with the visual there. No. <laughs> Huge tracts of land. land. <laughs> yes, indeed. Oh, my God. Every and this is why I miss doing this when we don't get a chance to do it. I did actually start watching um, Once Upon a Time. Oh, yeah. Finally. Mm. So I finished all everything else I've been watching, everything else off the air, including the newsroom, which was awesome. Um, it's another HBO, right? Yeah. yeah. It's now Sorkin, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. So it's got the Sorkin dialogue. Yeah. Yes. Okay. For sure. So good. So good. So good. So yeah. I mean, you watch True Blood. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's... <laughs> and then, because oof. oof. And Mental then, downshift. Uh, <laughs> and, then, and then you watch that afterwards, and you're like, wow. What yeah. A, what a difference. I think in... I sprained. Intellectual levels. <laughs> yeah, my cerebellum. <laughs> Holy cow. But, um, so yeah, so I decided to start watching. It was between that and uh, American Horror Story is the other one I want to go through. Mm. Yeah, I suspect yeah. American Horror Story would be one of those ones that no, I can't watch. No, you don't watch. want to watch it. No, you don't I, want to watch I it. I can't watch. I actually, because um, you told me, so I actually watched now the first did you watch five it? episodes, I think, of it. Yeah. Of you American think, Horror Story? Yeah. Okay. It's good. You think I, oh, no, I know it's good, but you think Io can handle it? Uh, or not her thing. Uh, I don't know. You handle The Walking Dead. I mean, yeah, I handle The Walking Dead okay. That's pretty gruesome. I mean, this one's a little more. It's not gruesome. It's it's it's. I I don't do well with this, um this, with suspense. Yes, with oh. scary with That's scary suspense. Yeah, lot, like where they really it's build more, it up and then they. It's a lot you know, more of that than like when than you, Walking Dead. You know the zombies are coming, yeah. and you're looking at them as they're walking down the dark hallway, and you're going, "Okay, that's stupid." Okay, yeah, there's a one on the floor there, and you know that guy's not dead, so I know you're stupid, well, you and know I know you're going to... Undead. Yes, and you know you're going to get bit, so why, you know, yeah. Yeah. sorts of things. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of going into so, dark basements where you know there's, like, really bad stuff is going to happen in the dark basement, and they still you know. go in the bed, you know, but it's done. It, it's really right. weird. It's just a hard show to, yeah. to box in, because there's just yeah. strange well, stuff going for on. For American television, it's an interesting thing, because each season is going to be a, right. an encapsulated story that right. may or may not be related to the others yeah. very directly. And it shares the same actors across some of the but seasons. Right. Yeah. But different characters. But different right. characters. Right. Yeah. So, so that, I, that's a different it. approach for U.S. Which is kind of neat. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I do. There are certain Stephen King ones that I can't do and so, certain Stephen King ones that I can do. Yeah. Like well, movies? No, not movies. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was going to say they're all pretty too bad. <laughs> no, all the movies were bad. But there was that one story he did about the hotel room. Oh, uh, it was just the number. The, uh, yeah, two fourteen or something. Two, twelve. 12 it was oh, twelve. It it added up to yeah. thirteen. It was like one mm. two. One two oh one. I don't know. Or one two no seven three. Yeah, but just all the numbers. <laughs> to, all the numbers together added up, one, two, and it seven, was the three. combination of it was on the corner of the thirteenth floor and the whole. No. And it was like opened a door to another dimension, and everybody who stayed there kind of disappeared. No, that was, they did that in the John Cusack film, I thought, right? No, oh, yeah, they didn't make a movie about that. John Cusack trying to do something very different for him. I didn't see the movie, but yeah, the story was scary as hell. Yeah. Oh no! The, I mean, Stephen King <coughs> can bag of bones, bag of bones. Bag was of bones one I, I listened to on audio, and that was pretty screwed up. And I could read it, no, no problem. It was really screwed up, but I could read it, and yeah. I got through it okay. Hmm. But you um, know, there are certain however thinner messed with your head. Thinner, yeah. I didn't really. I couldn't. Yeah, I made it all the way through thinner, but. No pie. <laughs> I know. Well, I like pie. Where he sits down at the end and eats the slice of pie. It's like, Spoiler alert. Yeah. yeah. 
Oh, come uh, on. For a 20-year-old book. <laughs> yeah. Spoiler. Seriously. There's pie. There's pie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I am thankful for ice cream and pie. pie. <laughs> Uh, spoiler alert, World War Z is about zombies. Oh, no. Yeah. Um, it totally is. See, they should have so called it the Swarming Dead and called it good. Swarming the dead. Swarming Dead. Yeah, 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 well, something. So I did a, uh, a bucket list item this week. Or I started, I started a bucket list item this week. started one. Yep. I can't finish it for about a month. But I did it. So You're going to tell us what it is? I have, just a, gonna, yeah, I, have <laughs> I have a tattoo now. Oh, okay. Nice. She had to get herself some ink. ink. All right. Yep. <laughs> so it took a long time to decide what I wanted, but I decided. So I've got one. Awesome. And uh, yeah, I'll show you guys after the show. It's on my shoulder. So cool. Neat. Yeah. Very cool. My honey's all inked up. Oh, wow. <laughs> I've been in. I've been put in charge of aftercare. I yeah. see. Scrubbing and rinsing, scrubbing and rinsing, scrubbing and rinsing. <laughs> well, they've got, you know, here. So here's one of the things that's interesting is, is, the tattoos have actually become so popular and, and technology moves in all areas. So now they have aftercare that's specifically designed for tattoos mm -hmm. and is specifically designed so that they don't hurt mm. like they used, used to, to yeah. as they're healing. Because you imagine so you the can, trauma of you know, needling your epidermis thousands and thousands and thousands, and thousands of, of times. times. <laughs> Slightly traumatic and your body rebels against that. Speaking of... I, I, I did discover that I am a wimp, ah. um, um, although I was able to stay still really without much problem. But there were several times during it where I said, OK, you're reaching my threshold of being able to remain still. <laughs> <laughs> and he said, well, let's give you a little break then. Because yeah. moving abruptly in the middle of it is yeah. not a good idea. Like, Ooh, that's a line. Yeah, <laughs> that should not have been there. Well, they'll do these lines that he'll yeah. do these they describe them as draws he'll do these long draws and it's like da, 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 you know thousands of times as he's drawing this line across your skin and it's like okay you hit a patch of nerves right there it's like yeah it's a skill of mine nice <laughs> like, really very nice but yeah i found a um i found a good guy in a in an exceptionally clean shop um took really good care of me and and uh I liked him a lot because I, I didn't like, I said, I don't like that and I don't like that and I don't like that. And he changed everything. You know, no. he, he did. I went in and said, I want these three elements, put them together. I came back three days later. He had several drawings oh, very cool. ready. We changed and combined and did. And he created a final, a, a final piece. And mm -hmm. I said, that's what I want. And he said, okay, let's stencil it on and see if you like it or if you want it reversed or if you want it. And actually put it on my back a couple of different ways. Yeah. Huh. And then actually we decided that's the way we want it and off we went. Hmm. Very cool. But I, I will warn you, it's one of those things that it's ours. Yeah. Oh, no, absolutely. <laughs> I was like, Any good right. one will be. Bring a friend or a good audiobook. Yeah. Seriously. Well, and, and to be honest, having someone there to talk to besides nice the tattoo artist is, is a really nice thing. You don't want to talk to the tattoo artist. You want them concentrating on their work. Exactly. <laughs> well, they want to talk to you. I mean, he, he could kind of talk endlessly about everything so sure. i kind of know his life history now i'm sure like you learn to do that yeah, yeah. exactly except for me because when i go to the hairdresser i don't like them to talk to me when i go get my nails done i don't want them to talk to me i don't talk to the people who do my nails either i'm like i just want to just relax just shut up don't talk to me here's yeah. your money <laughs> i love i love getting my my hair cut so it just feels really good to me mm -hmm. and that's what i want to concentrate on like, yes i want to feel especially if the if it's i had a hairdresser when i was working in high end uh, college. I was working for Sears Roebuck and they had the hairstyle hair salon right in the store and 
she introduced me to the joys of a good scalp massage uh, yes. after a haircut. I'm like, oh, I love you so much. <laughs> I got my haircut a lot more often in those years. That's hmm. why she did it. Yeah. Yep. She knows she her wanted business. To, she wanted she to hear business. I love you with oh. the I love you so much. Oh, I'm like, I thought she did it for the money because he yeah. came back so often. Yep. <laughs> that too. Yeah, that true. That, 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 that true. That, that true. True, true that. True. <laughs> Cup check in the ARC. Uh, actually, Io is playing Game of Thrones. We'll talk about that in the uh, yes. Speaks in the Gaming World yes, segment later I on. Yes, I am playing Game of Thrones. Someone's been paying attention to my Steam account. We'll talk about that uh, more. <laughs> later yeah. On. yeah, yeah. I can give you my, my feedback on that. Yep. Mm, so we have Travelers. Who yes. have returned from over the hills and far away? Yeah, I thought. I thought well, yeah, I talked some about that. A little bit about Daxa. So. Or yeah. Daxa? How, yeah. how was your experience? I had so much fun. It was, it, the extra I day so made a fun. difference for you too. Uh, yesterday. Yeah, the the extra, oh, extra day. Yesterday. Yesterday. The additional like, day. Yesterday. Yeah. Yes, the additional day made a big difference. I kind of at the end of it, I thought that I had seen everything I really, really wanted to see. I had yeah. done, and I could have done more, but I was getting to the point where I was getting tired. But it was it was a blast. It was really nice to be able to. We did less interviews this year, which was different for us because usually we're like interviewing people like crazy. But we got to sit down and play more of the games and mm -hmm. actually talk to the people as we were playing. Right. So we didn't really we were interviewing, but we weren't recording the interview. Um, and it was I think a lot more enjoyable for me, and I got more out of it too. So I not only was just spouting what the person spouts to everybody else, I was also being I was also able to tell people about the experience of playing the game. Right. You know, more than just well, That's here's nice. what here's what this here guy tells everybody points. else. Right, right, so right. here's everything. But I can you can also explain how how fun the game was, whether it was you know easy to learn, hard to learn, the age group. Um, and at this point, your daily recaps uh, have been on the RSS feed for the last uh, week and a half or so. Sorry, yeah. there was a screw up with the RSS feed there for several days where a lot of the people weren't able to update. I got that corrected. So you all should have long since seen all the PAX episodes and week before last, Casually Hardcore. And yeah. all should be functioning normally. If not, please shoot us an email. The only way I can know to fix things is if someone gives me the high sign and says, hey, it fix it. It be broke. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> But it was it was a blast. It was a blast. I got another picture of Jordan. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I told him he was my crush. <laughs> so we I had this experience at work. You know how how um, aid will call in on the and we'll just say aid. Can we just hand you a dictionary and you just yeah. read? Right. Uh -huh. So there sexy, is a sexy voice. There yes, is a, right. a gentleman at my at my work who is an Irishman, and he has that voice. Ah, nice. And so you'll listen to him talk on the phone. And, and we got on the phone with um, one of our clients this week. And uh, one of the women in the room heard his voice for the first time. And she apparently had a visual reaction, a visible reaction to his voice. And wow. all of the guys in the room went, okay, you can just keep talking and she'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> and all I could think to myself was... I have heard this before. <laughs> I have heard, I have heard and her this, name is Daxa. I have heard this reaction right. before, and we should just hand him a, a dictionary book. or a phone book and let him begin to read. And I, I was kind of joking about it a little bit during the call, and 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 this poor gentleman who I work with, having no idea that that I'm familiar with this this experience, this kind of reaction, goes. Now you're embarrassing me. You're going to give me a complex about this. <laughs> <laughs> Good, good. <laughs> and I'm like, 
I'm sorry. It's just I need, really funny. I need someone to draw me a comic, and instead of like me with yeah. a harem of men, and instead of having the men all dressed like in sexy outfits, they just need to be like sitting on cushions reading dictionaries. Right, in different, right. In different, in different like, accents. accents yeah. Here's the Irish lilt. Here's the, you know, when you get the. <laughs> and then, and then, just to bring everybody back to reality, we're going to give some sort of Welsh. <laughs> no, that's not real. That's being Gaelic clubbed, or whatever clubbed against the head. No, Gaelic is incredible Gaelic and is, right. awesome to listen to. Right. Welsh is like being hit in the face with a brick. <laughs> well, you would know more than me. I was just thinking Welsh has to be. There's no vowels in Welsh. Okay, it is strings of consonants, spoken and written. Mm-hmm. Mm. And it is, it is literally like a verbal assault. I don't understand how they're communicating ideas when they speak to each other. So we get just, like it, Swahili, and then what's the one that's exclusively clips? Oh, that's um, Kalahari Bushman. Like, a, like, yeah. in, like yeah. an Aborigine yeah. type? Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. 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 Well, Still curse. Do you, you ever see a thing that's like on Facebook or Twitter somewhere where they did the people pronouncing... Uh, Different words, and then words they got to the German. Right. For that, so it was like, <laughs> butterfly, le <laughs> butterfly. Blah, blah. It's like, shorted mine. I mean, it was just, just like brutal. It's brutal, harsh. Like, everything that was really nice was just like, fucking sign. <laughs> oh. Those are awesome. Yeah. They, like, and then you go, crap. English is a Germanic language. Yeah. <laughs> it's a derivative, so we're a little harsher on our... Right. But not like that. I mean, granted, they're also like and... shouting it compared yeah. to everybody else being. They really... speak yeah. <laughs> George Carlin did a great bit though about how our language evolves over time. To, mm-hmm. uh, so he, he would went through shell shock. We had in the World War One. You know, shell shock. Yes. Soldiers would come back with shell shock. Right. It right. Sounds, sounds, yeah, sounds like that. a gun being cocked. And then in World War Two, it changed to battle fatigue. Right. Right. <laughs> Let's make it softer. And now it's. Post-traumatic stress disorder. Yeah. How many syllables is that? <laughs> Taking all all the meaning and all the blood out of that word. Right. right. Yeah. All the horror right. out of it. Yep. It's it's yeah. Well, that's more of a social right. reaction to yeah. language changing. And that, that's a deliberate change in language rather than a, just a development. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. Someone deliberately decided that it was not okay to call it shell shock <laughs> anymore sure. or battle fatigue anymore. I personally think battle fatigue really apt for what's happening to today's soldiers. Mm-hmm. I don't know. They're tired. No, no rest for the soldiers. Yeah. They're tired. Yeah. I think it depends. So I mean, yeah. I mean, I think you have some that are just yeah. getting over-deployed. You have some that have really been in battle and probably are shell-shocked. Yeah, they like, mm-hmm. actually went through a serious yeah. bad thing. Um, you know, post-traumatic, I think it's just, it's like saying, you know, so that person's crazy versus that person is suffering from Has anxiety with blah, yeah. blah, 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 blah. I mean, it's just more descriptive. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to jump ahead slightly and dip into Research Cast a bit just to put the call-in topic out oh, there. Oh, okay. Okay. So our friends at Apple this week released iOS version 7. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so those of you with iOS devices who have updated may have noticed some subtle changes to the user <laughs> just interface. A sad, just a tad. Just a tad. Uh, for those of you who don't have iOS devices or have not yet updated, uh, they done changed everything. Um, and my reaction was, wow, Uncle Steve is really dead. Yeah. Because I don't think he would have ever let this out of the gate. Um, so I'm interested in people's reaction to iOS 7's radical changes to the interface, the, mm-hmm. the touch interface. And the look 
And, and annoying things, you know, I'll put one of my annoying things out there is they just made a small change to Safari. They moved the bookmarks from the left-hand side to the right-hand side. <laughs> yeah. They've trained me for oh, years yeah. to oh, reach yes. for the left-hand side. One of the first rules of UI evolution is you evolve. You don't do a right-angle turn redesign right. midstream, and they broke that rule with a simple thing like where they put the bookmarks. Well, that's, yeah, Dexa downloaded oh, it on yeah. her phone, and, like, they put the the ability to freeze your screen now you have to swipe up from the bottom and then tap it instead of going double tap and then to the left, left. you double tap you, you, and you, you swipe right me. really but yeah it's so First weird it's shoot like it in the head the double tap. yeah <laughs> exactly yeah yeah your phone will survive the zombie apocalypse <laughs> but otherwise they decided to move every gesture it felt like every, a lot of yeah. the gestures moved around i don't know why it's the guy so. who shot his daughter's computer yeah that's an old one that's an old viral <laughs> that was awesome um so just interested in people's reactions yeah. to the massive changes in apple's ios Mm-hmm. And what you know, do you think this shows that they're you know that they have a, a very different team in charge and maybe they're a little rudderless compared yeah. to where they were you know the, the design the design Nazi that Steve Jobs is reputed to have been right perhaps that had some payoff right because um, some stuff slipping by that. I mean, this is... Well, it's... I mean, Apple took the McDonald's model. You yeah. always get the same thing. Right. You're, Everyone... No matter where you go, whatever device, it all really, relatively works the same way. Right, but... Uh, and on now any, they're shifting. On any whole number revision right. of iOS, have you ever felt this shocked? No. I haven't downloaded it yet, so I'm not well, shocked yet. <laughs> I will tell you that I don't even like... The, the look. keypad for the entering look. my, my yeah. passcode. I don't even like the no. look of that. Yeah. No. I mean, really? I'm looking at things and I'm going... So from us, you may be detecting some negative reactions. We're actually hearing yours. Well, you can't train someone to do something for years and years and years, and then all of a sudden it's something different. The worst thing is the when you're trying to delete an email, you used to always be able to swipe right and hit the little delete button. Now they've changed it. Left. Why? It makes no sense, right? No. Now when you swipe right, it takes you into the dang email, which you're like, I don't want to do that. See, and this to me feels like... I just want to know how many studies they had to figure that out. Like, no, 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 that should be on the left side. Because be obviously, when we give this to 100 people, you know, Crack smokers. 51 swiped left instead of right when they <laughs> first had the this device. This feels to me, you know, iOS 7 to, is to iOS 6 what Windows 8 is to Windows 7. Yeah, yeah. A radical redesign that's jarring and I agree. still wondering, you know, where's the improvement here? The new features, new functionality... I like yeah. the new mm-hmm. things it does yeah. now that it didn't used to do. I agree. The look and feel sucking so far for me. Yeah. Well, and depending, because all I've experienced, I haven't experienced the new features and the new functionality. Really? I've only had the UI. Just the annoyance. I've only had the <laughs> awesome. Because so I'm not even really 100% familiar with what the features are. So yeah. if you told me what the features were, then maybe think, it would be. But literally. Yeah. There you know, a, GnomeWise upgraded one of my iPads without mm-hmm. telling me. No. So I come in. It's the one that the kids and, use. I and, thought that was the good one to sacrifice. And, and, and it's updated, and it's... it's it, All I'm different. Like, Ugh, mm. this is nasty. You notice I did not touch your iPad or your iPhone, because yeah, yeah, the sacrificial you. lamb was the one that the kids used. Yeah. Because, yes, I would kill you. So we need, I need to see death. whether yeah. it was worth it. 
So I would like to throw like also in addition to that topic, if anybody out there has actually bought and played GTA five, I would like to hear <laughs> if, cause I've really been trying to fight just going out and buying yeah, it. They've broken a billion dollars. I know. Sales, so I know. Somebody's, bought, somebody's it. bought it. So I'm hoping somebody can give me some feedback <laughs> on it. Cause I've read the reviews, but I'm also really torn because I also have so much I'm playing right now. I don't know where I'd fit it in. Yeah. So it's like, Oh, I might as well just wait until, you know, Thanksgiving or something. It'll go on sale or, whatever uh we'll see so ios 7 reactions feelings and gta 5 experiences yeah gta v5 right hmm? oh just uh, there's some good reddit stories about there from people working at gamestop because the logo it was the roman numeral five right with five over it oh really <laughs> and people 55? coming it's 55 and, and yeah. people well, it's, it's like you know, the five dollar bill but right. the roman numeral. sure and but people they have people coming in do you have a gta v5 or 5v and it's like people i want to punch in the face. <laughs> that's awesome roman numerals do you speak it apparently no, not most people don't there are a lot of people who would not understand that the only uh, reason I very sad. The only reason I know Roman numeral, numerals, and that's because Grail once asked me. He goes, "How do you know all this?" And it was like, one of my cousins back in sixth grade in Mexico when I was visiting over vacation. Mm-hmm. Um, she had a ton of homework, and it was to write like, actually write out one mm-hmm. to like, it was like five thousand or something ridiculous in Roman numerals during her vacation. So once you get into the See? M's, I get messed up. So it was like, oh M-C-X-V-I-I-I-I-I-I-I-I. my god. Yeah, I know. I, I know. I saw a Q in there somewhere. I know all of them. Um, but that's because actually in high school we had a we had an assignment that was translating everything into Roman numerals and back again. So you learned all of the the increments, you know, the 1 5 10 50 100 1000. Beyond 100 because you get to cuz 100 yeah. is C, right? For uh, Centurion? I believe so. Mm-hmm. Um, and M is a thousand. Where's the millennium? Mm-hmm. Um, but just, I get pretty far in Roman numerals, and, and it seems to make sense to me. And then they stop. It just goes off the rails over a hundred. I don't know why, because it's it's consistent. Mm-hmm. It's consistent. They just changed the placing the placeholders. Uh-huh. But my brain just I don't yeah. know, just haven't used it enough. But anyway, so yeah, GTA Five V or V Five. Um, Kuru in the IRC just simply says, it's awesome. Yeah, he said, she'll listen to show X. Good point, however. Well, you were driving here. There's driving, and then there's football. Football. So, so it's football. Hard. Sorry. Yes. Can't listen live. Speaking of Ball. which, football, if you guys have that CBS app on your phone, which is Is it sucking in terms of updating? It's or? completely freaking worthless. You're supposed to be able to download, like, your favorite teams, and then it gives you, it tweets updates, so you just get that little update on your phone. Yeah, so you notifications. Know, uh-huh. yeah, here's where the score yeah, changed. Right. Here's what's happening. Yeah. yeah. And I got, like, three hours ago, I got one where there was 0-10 Dallas Cowboys. Awesome. Except that were, they were at 17-0, because I had already been looking at the game. And then... 30 minutes later, I got one where they were 0-6, so they were going backwards. In time. An hour after, they were 0-10 again. Yeah. It's just the worst app in the world. So basically, however they're getting their tweets out there, it sucks. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, It's sending a notification, like your Apple notification, you know, a Mm -hmm. a thing. It just doesn't send the right ones or its feed is off. I mean, at one point, they actually had the Giants were at negative Negative six. six. (laughs) Which is special. That's a really, I mean, 
People could probably argue. That I think the Giants lost thirty-eight to zero, so maybe they did. Were at negative six at one point, <laughs> but nonetheless, <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's impossible. <laughs> In the IRC, uh, missing has a nice mnemonic for remembering the placeholders. Let Caesar destroy mountains. LCDM. Yep. Fifty, one hundred, five hundred, and a thousand. D yep. is five hundred. D. Yeah, I never yep. knew the D. Nice. I didn't. I know. Wants the D? What? Anyway. Let Caesar destroy mountains. Let Caesar okay. destroy mountains. And Alrighty. on that bombshell, uh-huh. yeah. let's go to a break. <laughs> that that, that <laughs> 3,000 year old bombshell. <laughs> the only well, time I look bombshell. at Roman numerals is when I'm judging what Super Bowl it is. <laughs> Literally, I don't think I use them any other time in the we, year. We had my, uh, I, I was in this class, this uh, group of, of, it was a leadership development class, and they, uh, they used to use Roman numerals until they got to class 30, mm. which is XXX. Right. Mm. <laughs> this is fine. And they, apparently that was really became the reputation of that class. And they said, um, yeah, we're not going to use Roman numerals anymore. <laughs> well, by then it was too late. I mean, it was only going to so happen yeah. one so, year. So yeah. I was class 34, which was like... X, X, XIV? Yep. Yeah. It would have been, but instead it was... 3-4. Three, 3-4, four. Three, four, yeah. Damn Latin but it was like... But anyway. Really, really. All right. You're so. listening to Casually Hardcore live on alphageekradio.com. Sponsored by our friends at Doghouse Systems, creators of amazing desktop and portable gaming rigs. Check them out on the web at www.doghousesystems.com. You will be glad that you did. And we thank them for their support and hopefully very, very soon delivery of our new broadcast rig because, my God, do we ever need it. <laughs> We've got chewing gum and tape keeping Spit, it together right now. <laughs> hope and the force. Exactly. Yes. We'll be back. Right after a little Andrew Allen trio, this is their, from Free Play, the Legend of Zelda Overworld theme. We'll be back after Arch Nemesis is done. Hey, Scott Johnson here from Frog Pants at frogpants.com, and you're listening to Alpha Geek Radio.
Geeks in a Gaming World. Casually Hardcore continues live on AlphaGeekRadio.com. Geeks in a Gaming World. And so you have not been playing GTA Five? No, I have not played that. I've, I have. Go ahead. Oh, go. Well, okay. Either one. I've actually, you know, been for once been playing something. Ooh, good. Well, that's yeah. always what have exciting. You been playing. I've, I've actually played and probably reached my my saturation point, and I'm going to start winding down. Of I've been playing WoW, the 5.4 Siege of Orgrimmar. Oh yeah, yeah. Ah. I keep seeing videos or stuff for that. Um, I haven't actually watched it. <laughs> but the thing they put in, they put in an interesting. Uh, help you catch up gear-wise mechanic okay. in the form of a, a zone called the Timeless Isle. Uh-huh. And I hadn't been playing right. for quite some time, so my, I basically got the Death Knight to 90 and stopped. Mm-hmm. So he had his quest greens and blues on. Right. And had, I, I barely set a toe in a Mist of Pandaria instance okay. or scenario, which is this other thing they came up with, which are basically three-person quickie instances. Mm. And <laughs> so, yes, exactly. A little three, three-man action. Huh? Well, basically, it's, it's three-man and has, does, doesn't have the Holy Trinity. Right. So any three people can, can go in it. and have a hope sure. of finishing it. So they're, everyone can experience the joy of queuing as a tank. Because you right. hit Q, and three seconds later, it pops up and says your scenario is ready. Oh, that's cool. So all the DPSers out there can know what it feels like to be a tank or a healer, as far as not having to sit in a queue for 40 minutes before you get in. It's like, oh, scenario, bing, <gasps> I'm in! So Sweet. It was, cool. it was their answer to long queue times for DPSers. Gotcha, gotcha. Because they, they left in all the, the instances in the queues for that. Right, right, right. And, but they've also created, with this patch, Flex Raid which is a third tier of rating. So before they had regular, they had regular right. heroic rating, right. and they had looking for raid, uh-huh. which was a toned-down, easier version that you, with lower-tier um, rewards. Right. And, but it was more that you know, people who Because were, it was random people right. getting together. Yeah, yeah. So, so now they've added, so they have, now they have four mm-hmm. tiers. They have looking for raid, flex raid, mm-hmm. which is the... This is something we asked them for years ago, the difficulty scales with the number of people you bring with you. Oh, that's good. So I think it's anywhere from um, 7 to 20 mm-hmm. can go in there. And the lockouts are different, so you're not locking yourself out of content. Okay. You can switch teams more easily. And also, from night to night, you can have a different grouping of people. And right. And it'll just scale the encounters based on who's in there at that moment. Yeah. And I haven't tried it yet, but looking at guild chat... People are eating it up and loving Good. it. As far as you know, if two of the people in the raid team don't show up, they're they're not right. Screwed. They're not screwed. Yeah, that's yeah. always good. That's so awesome. it is it is more flexible, thus the name flex raid. Mm-hmm. But the catch up mechanic that I've been immersing myself in is the timeless isle, which yeah. is basically this enormous free loot pinata. <laughs> awesome. It is. So you arrive on the island, and there's chests everywhere. Uh huh. And as in treasure chests, treasure not chest. as in boots. Yeah. Well, it, this is wow. There's plenty of boots. <laughs> <laughs> it's like That's it's like saying. Archer or Island. <laughs> I mean, human females, uh, even the even the Pandarans got, got okay. wrecked. <laughs> Just saying. But no treasure Continue. chests everywhere. Sorry, I was picturing Horror Island. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry, I was miles away. What? Um, so there's. Dozens and dozens of, of varying types of chests. Right. And they and the mobs are 
mostly elite, but they're elites that you could conceivably solo if okay. you know what you're doing. And they drop in the the chests and the mobs drop timeless armor tokens. Uh-huh. So you'll get a timeless plate bracer. Yeah. And then you right click on it and it turns into a plate item for your specific spec at that time. So it tailors the gear to, you know, so if I'm running... If right, I was, right. If I was, you mentioned that, like, the last time that the quest rewards were doing that. Right, but now, now, now this they, is, they have these tokens, okay. which are, you know, slot-specific. Sure. And then it just it generates a random piece of gear for you based on what, what loot specification you're running on at that moment in time. And these things are falling like rain. So getting a full set <laughs> is... Boobs and money falling from the sky. That's right. I mean, Making geez. it rain. Make equipment. It rain. Equipment. Or yeah. equipment falling from the sky. Yeah. Yeah. Jeez. So it's not massively challenging to get a head-to-toe sure. set of level uh, four, nine, four or 496 gear. Okay. And so getting basic geared so you could qualify for LFR, uh-huh. not too difficult. Okay. But then they added these extra levels of there's a rarer drop called a... I'm going to forget the name. Something of Eternity. Uh-huh. Um, burden burden of Eternity. Which you can apply... It doesn't sound good, does it? The Burden of burden Eternity. Of eternity. No. It's all, everything they're using naming about time, because it's the Sounds timeless like, island. Sure. You, you go there, so, the sun doesn't move. It's noon all the time. It's an interesting little... There's no weather on the island. Huh. Um, and you can take a Burden of Eternity and apply it to an untransmuted token, and it changes it to a 534 item. So you can, if you save up Burdens of Eternity, and, which are much harder to get, right. and save up the tokens, which is not, aren't hard to get, sure. you can walk off the island with a head-to-toe set of 534 eye level gear. Okay. Um, they also have a currency that drops on island, timeless coins, uh-huh. that you can do, use to buy things like a high-level weapon and a 534 trinket. Uh-huh. So depending on if you want to grind time on the island, you can also fill in the gaps with even higher item level. Hmm. So I'm pretty much done with the island. I have one slot that doesn't have 534 in it, uh-huh. Madame Wrist, which refuses steadfastly to drop. Gotcha. And I'm pretty much washing those. Okay, that was fun. But my immersion saturation play of, ooh, get it all. Yeah, Got to catch yeah, them all. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. And the, done. The interaction that I've been having with him is coming in and watching him go back and forth between two rare <laughs> um, spawns. Oh, I didn't talk about the rares yet. Wait. Two rare spawns. Um, actually, three. One on the coast. One in an inland lake. Mm-hmm. And one on a bridge coming into one of the villages. And they're on timers. Yeah. So he runs. It's like a 90-minute timer on one, and I don't know what the others are. But he runs from one to the other to the other, and he fishes constantly in between getting these things. They happen to be next and to water. invariably, so I come in and I go, hey, can I have your help with this thing? And he goes, yeah. And he comes to help me, and invariably he misses the... I walk back, and there's the corpse. And oh, there's the corpse of the Edelman, <laughs> because he hasn't been involved in the fight. He can't loot the corpse. And he's like, oh, I've got another 90 minutes to wait. And I was finally like... I'm going to sit in the chair. You're going to do what I want you to do. And I'm going to tag it and call you (laughs) if the rare item, the rare drop happens between when the three minutes I've asked you to do something. (laughs) That was the other mechanic change that you guys wouldn't be familiar with, with the rare elites, the silver elites. Any, all people involved with the fight get their own separate loot table. Oh, that's weird. So it's not a matter of who taps it first gets it. 
anyone, if you come in right at the end of the fight and tap it, you get a little bit of loot. And they also have a higher chance of dropping the stuff. And there's things like mounts and crap like that. But, yeah. so, That's how he got a serpent mount, the, which was actually one of the stupidest uh, cutscene, cheapo, crappy cutscene thing that I've ever seen. Low rent with the, yeah. with the speech bubbles. and the they, Yeah. Instead of voiceover, they did speech bubbles and they did the whole. And I was like, okay. Wow. You guys need to like not do that because wow. that was totally lame. No, they still do the super duper to do it as cut a... scenes like they've you saw some of them. Yeah, yeah Varian when they're actually talking to like Varian or or moving the storyline forward. But your right. individual one when you get this epic Uber ninety mount and it's but like, as far as as far as really? a, a mechanic to get someone who's been away for a while sure up so you can raid with them again. Well designed, fun, hmm. diverse enough where I didn't get completely bored before I had all the gear. And but I'm just well, that's cool. I'm done. Well, burned out. So I went out and bought Game of Thrones. Okay, the uh, RPG. Okay, that's the one where you play as two different guys, right? One right. Is like mm-hmm. a, you bounce uh, back and forth. Yep. Red. Uh, one's an inquisitor, or what? I forget what the uh, one, one's is a, like one, a is a, one is. One is a one is a red priest, red and the priest, other guy is the other guy is night a watch, right? uh, captain or a lieutenant in the Night Watch. Yeah. yeah. Um, they're both uh, older guys. They're both ones in his mid thirties, and the other ones in his fifties. Um, but what's interesting about this game? There's there's two things. First off, the story's fine. They don't have you fighting enough in the game to uh. actually get good at fighting. <laughs> <laughs> so you're like, it, it literally by the time you actually hit a hard fight, you're like, I haven't used these skills enough to actually. I don't know how to do. I don't know how to interrupt. I don't know how to. Right, and I made it through the first like six chapters without actually having to up my points. And I've been I've been earning all these points on the side. Didn't even know it. Had to go in and look at my character and went, oh, I've never applied any of these points. And so that was like really, really seriously. (laughs) Could you get people to practice them through the use of the story instead of giving them, you know, and. The camera, when you get into like enclosed spaces, like you're in um, Mole Town, has uh, caverns under mm-hmm. it, which okay. is how they survive the winter. Oh, okay. It's got all these underground, so that basically most of the town is underground. But you get in there, and the camera is so tweaky that you can't actually navigate your characters very effectively. I like really. The curse of a bad camera design yeah. for the oh, first yeah. time in this game. Really, really annoying as all hell. Um, and, you know, I was actually hoping that they'd like give us... Like Tomb Raider did, levels right. of bad camera. Right. The story was actually written in, in conjunction um, with George R. R. Martin, yeah. so it's a good story. And um, it's done in conjunction with HBO, so right. you've got all the music. And they got uh, Varys, the, the actors, oh, nice. that plays Varys and some of the other voice actors, to come in and actually play their roles. Well, I know... So when you have interactions with them. When I heard read reviews of it, they basically said the story and like the, that those pieces were really, really good, and, you, but it, and if you're a big fan of, of Song of Ice and Fire, you should play it for the story, but if you're a fan of video games, right. don't play it. Well, it's, it's very obviously yeah. they took a generic RPG it's rough. engine yeah. and yeah. just plugged in yeah. assets from Game of Thrones. Right. Which they're doing more and more. A lot of sure. the stuff on Steam, especially the RPGs, 
they have RPG engine six, right. 6.3.2.1. Right, right. And you just you make your art, you make yeah. your voice files, you make your, yeah, yeah. your theme music, and you call it good. But the reality is that they have you put all of these points into your different talents of your character, mm-hmm. and it's super rare that you need any of them. So it's like, yeah. why did you have me do that? Invest in my character and give him more intellect versus more strength versus right. more stamina when I barely need it. And then when I do need it, it's virtually impossible to actually get through the fight. Because I have no freaking skill. So I got to Again, one... If you like video games, maybe. I got to one boss, and I was like, okay, that's like the 12th time I've died against consult this particular Google. boss. And I did consult the Google, and it said you need to do X, Y, and Z in order to get through this boss. And I was like, and I've nothing never... nothing in the game I've right, never used any of those. I've yeah. never used any of those skills at all. I've wow. never needed to. So I have no idea how to use them actually in in fight time. Not the best game design. No, it's terrible, terrible game design. Yeesh. Story good, game yeah. design terrible. That's too bad. Fire bad, tree pretty. Um, talking about yeah. good game design and good story though, I've been playing Shadowrun. Yeah, the one that you invested the one in. That, uh, right, you helped you helped come yes. into being. Yes, and it is. And has it delivered? Yes, it's got great story and great design, and I just the only thing I I. That bug, well, that doesn't bug me, but that I wish I could do in the game is I want to explore the rest of the place. So when they give you a, a section of the city to go to, mm-hmm. it's cute and it's so cute that you want to explore the rest of it, but you can't because you only have it's to not sandboxy like, yeah. enough for you. Yeah. yeah, right. But there's been mods that came but out that have is, made yes. it more of a sandbox now. Now, granted, you can't go into every building. Well, I'm glad they opened it up to modders. Well, that was the, big, the one biggest one of their thing. big selling points mm-hmm. was the fact that we're, we're going to we give, give you the tools. the exact same editor we used to build the main campaign. You now have access to it. And so people have come out and said, yeah, we've now made an open world with dynamic quests and you can rent a you'll have a home and all this craziness. I mean, they've really that's awesome. Really yeah. jumped in and, and thank did God some for the mod community. I, yeah, I love oh, yeah. it when the communities get in there and just. Yeah. Want to invest their time yeah, some of the best like game help portal. No, oh, yeah, but I mean well, for this those one, were students started as a mod basically. Right? Yeah, so and you've we'll played see. girls played some of the uh, yeah some of the mods the are mods. really good. Like the stories, even you're like, wow, they did a really good job. Well, in some cases, people are essentially applying for jobs. Sure, mm-hmm. sure. So this is my resume. Go play it. Yeah, it's not quite the Falcon Reach or whatever that one was for uh, Skyrim, where mm-hmm. the guy basically modded an entire continent <laughs> and, <laughs> and basically said, this is my application to Bethesda as, uh, you know, I want work. And here I just took your game and added an entire, like, expansion's worth of, of content to it. So, I hope you got a job. I don't know. I never heard. That's But, I mean, awesome, every, yeah. every site has a, like, mod of the year. It's like, well, yeah, yeah this guy went crazy. People so. have time on their hands. And really badly want a job. In yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a great yeah, way yeah. to yeah. do it. Yeah, yeah. I'm talented. I'm talented. So. I, which is one of the reasons I can't wait uh, for the EverQuest to come out. Yeah, the, um, next. Ne- not next. The oh, uh, Landmark. Landmark, because yeah. I want to see what people do with that. EverQuest yeah. Landmark is basically the um, it's the their, building tool. Yeah, it's they're they giving use. everybody the ability to design areas and say, "Come into my zone." Yeah, and they're going to have one area that's specifically like a continent that's you have to stay within the lore of Norath and build areas. And if they like it well enough and they'll it's fan voted, they'll they'll incorporate it into the EverQuest Next. They'll, that's neat. They'll Very neat. pay you for and it and pay you for it because they're it's free to play. So the way they make money is you can actually sell your creations to other people, people. and for real money yeah. and they take a small cut of what the other people pay but of for. course yeah so. the, the videos they were showing were pretty impressive they were so impressive very cool so. but yes everquest everquest next though the actual game after right. landmark oh, 
can't even tell. Maybe our triumphant return to EverQuest. Oh, maybe my triumphant so. return to EverQuest. Absolutely. You talk about taking a small cut of money, which segues into. Uh, oh well, yeah, we should talk about the Blizzard reversal. Oh yes. Basically, shutting down or or coming out with the announcement that they've decided to shut down the real money money auction house. However, the actual shutdown won't occur until I think it's in March of 2014. So it's going to be a while before that goes away. However, they basically said due to all the feedback and even though everybody loved it and used it, we've decided to shut it down. No, that's not what I read. The, I read it the, that the, way. No, the, I read their the actual blog post. I, well, I read their the email, email they, they sent, sent me, us. which was oh. basically this paragraph. Their first okay. paragraph was every Everybody loved it. Everybody, or we had a lot of people that used it, and there's a lot of value, and there's a lot of good reasons why we did it. However, due to the, the feedback from the whole, we decided to shoot, shut it down because it got us away from kill monsters, get loot. Yeah, yes. that's that. The blog Which post, was good to get to that point. The but, blog post focused yeah. much more on the. It's, it's a the auction house was a, a thing, right? But that's not what. Diablo is Diablo supposed, is supposed to, be. to be, not right. what Diablo 2 established as the right. game that people loved. So this is them stating that they want to get back to that. And basically, when, when that goes away, it'll effectively be kind of a, a re-release. And we, they're also rolling out Loot 2.0, yeah. which is will be much like the loot system on the console version, which people are saying is much more fun and much more like the old Diablo 2. Yeah, and I mean, I, I'll tell you now, if... if during the holidays or Black Friday, if the console version goes on sale for say thirty bucks, I'll bet I'll pick it up because I've heard enough people tell me that it's so much fun to have people sitting next to you on the couch, that type of game, and, and play. Have the the loot system be more <clears throat> and have it that way, and not have to worry about being connected online, and yep. you know, not have a real money auction house. There's a lot of downside right now. <laughs> you made a, a very interesting point before the show when you were saying that. I always make interesting points. Don't make it. <laughs> <laughs> Work with me. <laughs> you were observing reactions to this reversal. Yeah. And oh, yes. people's reactions to Microsoft's reversal. Right. right. Which are essentially identical. Yeah. Fan, well, fan outcry. <laughs> so, slightly identical, except that Microsoft did it within the matter of months, whereas Blizzard took years. years. <laughs> <laughs> so, and, well, my speculation yeah. to why Blizzard took years is. Blizzard decided to not charge a monthly fee for the online portion of right. Diablo. And instead, their business model was to make money from their cut of the Real Money Auction House. Right. And I would and also say Blizzard also had the, the fact that they did sell a crap ton of copies. Yes. So really, you know, at that point, they didn't have to make a change. I think they wanted to recoup or, or make a certain amount of money on the Real Money Auction House right. before, before they, they, before they yeah, killed it. I agree. Because, um, you know, they could have knifed it in the back at any moment. Sure. And the, the outcry was there from the moment it was announced, never mind when it was released. Right, right. Um, but the people, they're just a fan reaction to saying, oh, Blizzard, how awesome. You listen to the fans. You're, you're giving us the game we wanted. Finally. And Microsoft, oh, it's the Xbox Microsoft 180. Uh, <laughs> yeah, flip-floppers. Stupid Microsoft yeah. giving us what we asked uh, for. <laughs> <laughs> I'm raising my hand. Yes, my love. Okay. So I, 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 I want to actually talk about one of the topics that was in the research thread okay. that came in. It was the um, 
40,000 students worldwide are studying Lord of the Rings online, and you can too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm Because it's got actually three topics that are near and dear to my heart in this. One is the idea of the massive open online course, because Mm -hmm. this particular course, um, which I believe is called Online Games, Literature, New Media, and Narrative, and is being taught by Professor Clayton from Vanderbilt. Mm -hmm. Um, Modern storytelling. Is a... He developed it in association with Coursera, mm-hmm. which is one of the, the MOOC providers, mm-hmm. massive MOOC. open online courses. Um, it's got 40,000 students on it, so he's like massively popular. He's got a couple of uh, level-capped endgame characters, and he's running low-level characters on 18 different servers that he uses to communicate with his students. Um, but this, Spread out that load. Yeah, but this brings me back to the, the concept that a, you can teach through video games. And in the cases that we've seen that are successful, you're using the strengths of the video game. In this case, he's using the narrative and the story and doing comparisons between the literature and then the, the visual and, and transformative kind of representation of that literature in the game. And well, getting storytelling people to compare it. in the classic form of the novels mm-hmm. right. versus storytelling today, sure. which is the interactive story of gaming. Right. And so I, I was I was really enjoying the article and, and I had a just those those moments where I realized that that it would be nice if we could figure out this whole gamification in education and being able not only to leverage the games that teach skill sets, but then also make games. Because we've done really well mm-hmm. with like I think preschool level games and, and games for the kiddos. I think they've done a pretty good job with those. A moment of silence for the, the dear passing of Disney's Toontown Online, which oh, shut down on the true. 19th. Much yeah. to that's because they want you to buy action figures now and do it Disney Infinite. And Infinity. There, there's a Disney Infinity, Infinity yeah. box and sorry. sitting it. in the next yep. room waiting oh, to be yeah. deployed. Yep. <laughs> yep. Oh, yeah. It's actually being deployed just Honestly, after this show. Honestly, needs his fix. Uh, yeah. Infinity interests me a lot more than the Spy... Mm-hmm. What is that? Spy... spy Skylanders. Skylanders. Yeah, yeah, that thing. No, Disney Infinity, I think we're... Next week, I'll be able to report on it because after, awesome. cl- after we clean up radio today, my promise to Nemesis is we were going to sit down and we were going to learn. We we're going to break open the box yeah, and learn how to play. There's a lot of world building stuff, mm-hmm. too, so it's kind of interesting. Yeah. I'll let um, you know. You know, funny enough, this week I was in a, a meeting at my work, and we're, we have a lot of remote folks on our teams, and we we're talking about ways to incorporate and do team building. And I was like, you know, it would be really great if everybody was a gamer because it would be so easy to just pick a game, have a game, yeah. and we just do, like, game night amongst our teams and do something like that. And <laughs> they actually considered it for a little bit. They're like, yeah, you know, I don't think our, NUP would, our network usage policy would allow us to, <laughs> to, to stream gaming on the network. I'm like, yeah, I know. But it would be it would be so you wanna, simple. You want to build teams? Yeah, yeah, it's so simple. So I think also for Lord of the Rings, it gives a chance for people to actually see what Tom Bombadil looks like live, and they go, "Oh, that's, <laughs> that's why, why he wasn't in the movie." movie. <laughs> <laughs> hippie, I have hippie. I have got I have it. <laughs> one complaint. One complaint about this article that you don't get credit for it. That well, would be my. Be- besides the fact that I actually, well, yeah, you don't get credit for it. Yeah. I I thought you meant besides the fact that I actually taught a course yeah, like yeah. this oh, yeah, four no, years, years before this yeah. guy or five years before this guy did. No, it wasn't that. Actually, what I was thinking of is this author, the the article author, mm-hmm. took a quote from the professor, who is a literature professor, and in the quote he referred to the Odyssey by uh, Homer. Sure. Yeah. 
And the author of the article misspelled Odyssey. <laughs> and I'm like, if I was a literature professor and you were quoting me, yeah. and you misspelled <laughs> like a primary seminal literature piece, yeah. I'd be pissed at you. Yeah, That's not so good. <laughs> actually miss. I can't believe he spelled it O-D-D. The odd. It's the odd world Odyssey. It's so <laughs> like, really? It's fine. It's not for everybody. <laughs> No, I thought you were going to have a problem with the fact that you don't get co- you don't actually get college credit for it. You just get a certification. Well, yeah. what's what's funny about these is that massive online open courses are something that they're struggling with in the industry right now because they don't know how to award credit for it. Partially because you can sign up for them without having to prove who you are. Right. And you can take and complete them with no. So there are four or five of them out there that have been evaluated for transfer credit and are approved. For transfer credit. So the movement is towards that, but these will never solve the problem of like California struggling with the the overcrowding in their community colleges and being able to offer these introductory courses. It's not going to solve that because people who need remedial and introductory courses aren't going to do well in a self-paced, self-directed online environment that doesn't have people that can help you right so they've got a lot of work to do i think that that massive open online courses are part of the solution to what's going on in higher education today Mm. um which by the way is broadly broken and we have a lot of um Sure. White well, towers sure. to break down to fix it, but it's uh, it's like the precursor so. steps to things like Ready, Ready Player One or yeah. any, any of those sci-fi books that have incorporated an online learning, right. learning right. environment. So I wanted to go into one of the other stories on Absolutely. here. Um, this one is fascinating to me. It's it's from Penny Arcade reports, and it's the EA Sports will put you in a room for two hours oh, yeah. and explain to you how last year's game sucks. Last year's game this, sucks. <laughs> this was a fascinating article because it's a yearly event for them because they are on that cycle where they release the new Madden, the new um, FIFA, uh-huh. or their big ones, NHL. All their sports games are on these yearly development cycles. New number on a box. And every year they have to come back and say, last year sucked. This is what we've done to improve so much on it over last year. And it's so much better. And you have this, yeah, and you have this reporter who's (laughs) like, I was just here last year when they were telling us this, that that previous version was really, really good. And it's this weird thing that EA has to do because that's their timeline for these sports games. No, they're, they're suffering from the Microsoft Office effect. Without a doubt. And I think you could even lump Call of Duty in there. I'm sure that they're on a yearly uh, development cycle. Battlefield right now is coming out with four, which is to come out and say, now granted that one's a little longer than a year, but still, um, you know, sequels in general lend themselves to that, but nothing like a sports game. Sports no, games are true. incredible. Absolutely. These that. guys need to do what the Microsofts of the world and the Intuits of the world with mm-hmm. QuickBooks are doing is moving to a subscription model. Right. Because if you look at, I, I use the example of Microsoft Office, where with Office, say, 2003, yeah. they kind of reached the pinnacle of everything that 98% of people working in of an users, office yeah. need in their email program, spreadsheet, word processor. Yeah, all the features you're ever going to need. PowerPoint, PowerPoint, 
Mm-hmm. Oh, and- almost. There's some things in Excel I would really love. I, I, apparently, <laughs> they are in 2012. <laughs> you might be in the 12. You might be that two percent. I am yeah. in the two percent. Yeah, that's yeah. because he works with it so much. And right. You're yeah. you're, two per- you're very different than most. I consumers. want my Power Pivot Incorporated. Yes. Most- <laughs> <laughs> that needs to okay, be in. Most there. consumers don't even know what that is. I know. So you're very right over my head. So you're a mutant. <laughs> awesome. But arguably. They, they met the needs of most of their customer base four or five oh, sure. generations sure. of product ago, and they've been releasing versions with features that nobody needs. Right. Mm-hmm. And interface redesigns that were completely unnecessary. Oh, I agree. Simply so they could put a new number on the box because their business model required them to have a new version because they needed the money. Yeah. And now they're shifting to Office 365. Pay us monthly or annually, right, right, much right. smaller amount, but forever. Yeah, and that takes the pressure off the developers. I agree. I just only release stuff that is actually useful. But I think what they, you saw is in the business world, people would say, "Well, I mean, like it took us forever just to get to like Office 2007." Because it's such a pain in the ass, right? Madden, not so much a pain in the ass. They make bank on those games every year and but has it's the such... game actually oh no the gameplay changed. sucks i mean it doesn't suck but it's not it's very minor changes and usually they end up breaking one thing to fix another so but they still sell millions of copies every year but so if they could get the same revenue yeah that would be the trick is, i don't know can they, they, can they get copper or maybe even superior revenue going to a subscription service and where they can continuously trickle out new features and maybe in more real time right you know, new players are recruited and they mm-hmm. show up. Well, yeah, I mean, they've always had the ability to download like a roster, yeah. but they never have released official roster updates right. outside of the first few weeks of the season cause, because then they, they blow away really one of the main motivators to get the next year's version. But if you could have you know, a Madden NFL mm-hmm. that kept pace with, with the actual season as it's happening. Well, it does. But then after the season's over, it's over. Right. That's the thing. The next season is what then... If you could just pay your monthly fee or your quarterly fee or whatever and just have it always... It would, but at the same time, they have to get a game that's worth doing that, too. Because right now, I mean, they still have problems with, like, pass coverage and Madden. Um, you know, FIFA, their big design change was the guy that takes, like, three steps now before he kicks before, instead of taking, like, one fluid well, that, step. Well, that, that's, a whole, really that's a whole number revision right strange there. Strange stuff. So I, I still find it, because there is no other game franchise I can think of that does a, such a job of bashing its previous entry, Yeah, unlike sports games. So to me, that's Because they have to. It's because they've got this business model where they've got to sell you yeah. the New Year's version, yep. whether it has anything to offer you or right, not. Right, right, right. So There's a better way. There's got to well, be a better way. I thought my favorite part of that article was the fact that the reporter who was reporting about it said he decided to skip this year since, I mean, he'd been in them before and right. it was basically yeah. the same thing and he got a, an email berating him for skipping Right. It. So, like, uh, wow. Make a compelling game, guys. <laughs> yeah. It's not my job to be interested. Or it's just, your job to interest me. You know, take a little time off, maybe, between them. See, yeah. to me, release a game every two years, do a roster update for your off year, maybe make that a downloadable $5 yeah. thing. Whole number revision, DLC. Yeah. Whole number revision, DLC. And then, because the other problem is, how much can somebody fix if your development cycle's like when probably you, eight yeah. months, yeah. realistically? That's the, that's the thing. I think the, the subscription model takes the pressure yeah. off the devs. Must deliver. And must cut corners to deliver because date is solid. Right, Instead right. of, they can take the Blizzard approach of, we'll release it when it's ready, the revenue stream is secure, 
And when it releases, people will say, oh, that's awesome because it was released when it was ready instead of when it had to be released. And I would think as long as they're good about continuing to develop and release interesting things, the player base will be a little more forgiving about, uh, okay, so it took them an extra month, but when it got here, it was all kinds of awesome. Right, right. Um, So we'll see where where it heads because the people are getting tired of the... Here's my money for the same game. Well, I would with... think they were getting tired, but they still sell tons of copies. Well, yeah, so. we, we have these discussions, and then we see things yeah. where... Yeah, people complain, but they still buy. Right. And Until that changes. Where SimCity still makes bank. Again, yeah. where does it matter, right? Vote with your money. Right, exactly. exactly. Vote with your pocketbook. Exactly. Do you want and... them to change it? Stop buying it. Yeah. Yeah. Tell well, them what you want learn. them to change. I have. I, buy, I've so. personally gone on to yeah. a, a two- to three-year hiatus between each copy of Madden that I pick. I love football, but I'm not willing to spend it on it every year. So. Especially when it's not, it's not changing. It's not and you're exactly. hoping that between two and three years you'll get yeah, enough Yeah, something will change enough. It. I'll be like, yay, right. this is, worth feels it. like a different game. Because usually it takes that long for enough changes to go in to go, okay, this is, this is it's uh, actually a, new game. a change to the way I play, play the game. So <laughs> we'll see. You heard it here first, folks. Right. Stop buying Madden. Stop buying bad games. Stop That's buying bad, bad games. games. Don't yes. buy bad games. Yes. <laughs> Speaking of which, Game of Thrones. Don't buy that. Don't buy that. Don't buy. <laughs> don't buy it. Don't buy it for full price. Maybe yeah. that's like a winner. I got it on the Steam sale. I got it on the Steam sale. That's fine then. That's yeah, I, I think I spent Steam six sales. Bucks on you're, it. you're okay to reach a little on those. Yeah. You can yeah. justify bad games, just like you can justify bad movies. It's if if it's in the, the like the five dollar sure. movie bin, right. you know. Sure. I mean, yeah. 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 There's Again. I rented World War Z for three ninety nine. <laughs> and discovered that it was not a bad movie. Right. It just was a bad World War Z movie. Well, and I would, again, I was just unwilling to risk any more money on oh, it. Yeah. <laughs> not knowing. Absolutely. This is indeed what we find. Okay. So, we have come to over our break time, but hey. <laughs> That's we, how we roll. We have... It's no, been a while since we've been together. Right. Yeah. We have so a lot to talk about. I'm yeah, completely yeah. good with going long. Yep. So, you are listening to Casually Hardcore. Live on alphageekradio.com. I've got some Exorb queued up for you guys. and Or you're technically queuing it up right now and just making things up. Yeah, he's bullshitting you. He's <laughs> queuing it up as we speak. Silence! Silence! I love how you looked at Doc when you said that. <laughs> I know it's I'm, I'm, it's buttered on. I was going to say, I'm mocking you equally as hard, and you're not mocking me that way. <laughs> I love you. I started it, though. <laughs> yeah, you did. Silence! That's true. You did. Anytime you want to hit the music. You know? <laughs> yeah, we're, we're like, we're Seriously. trying to give you some time here, bud, even if it is mocking you and you're not taking advantage. I reject your reality and substitute my own. Okay. See how I roll? <laughs> we'll be back right after this. Title and background music for this production provided courtesy of Sean Beeson, composer for media. Find him on the web at www.seanbeeson.com. That's S-E-A-N-B-E-E-S-O-N.com.
researched chaos. Casually Hardcore continues live on alphageekradio.com. Research Chaos, where our all-volunteer research team brings us goodness and weirdness from across the web. Contributors this week, to whom we are uh, greatly appreciative. MacBit, not to be confused with MacButt. And the one I love to say, Boba Fetish. We, we actually need to add Barry to that, too, because he did contribute to this week's. Gotcha. This is, a lot of this is carried over, though. For so, us, yeah. yeah, blowing off last week. So, yeah. And the title of the research said, this week, Sharing is Caring. And a reminder that the uh, Casually Hardcore forums have been moved to alphageekradio.com. There's link-throughs from its old home uh, on Versus the World forums. But just come to alphageekradio.com. If you had an account on the Versus the World forums, your password and username should all still work. Manage to figure out a way to replicate all that. And all the historical posts and all the old research threads and everything are all there present and accounted mm-hmm. for. They just live in a slightly different place where I can actually make sure it doesn't vanish or can make sure it's backed up right. and all that fun stuff. I have the power and the control. Bow down before me. Yeah, like that's going to no, happen. Nobody's bowing. No. No. Damn you all. I'm not good at bowing. So this one's... And my back hurts. I wanted to just bring this one over a little bit from the gaming segment, but it's, it, can, it can cover multiple things. Steam has announced family sharing. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's, that's pretty big. That's really cool, actually. Yeah. So basically, uh, sharing is designed for close friends and family members to play one another's Steam's games while each earning their own Steam achievements and storing their own save games and application data Chivos. to the Steam cloud. It's all enabled by authorizing a shared computer. Okay. Which Very is like the iTunes model. Right, right. So really cool stuff. I mean, it's something that, you know, they've obviously said customers have been asking for this. Um, so just yeah, as current. Basically, you could let someone play, but then they're, all their data would dump into right. your saves mm-hmm. and your achievements and all that. Yeah. So just as current uh, retail games, books and DVDs and other physical media, media can be shared, explained uh, Anna Sweet of Valve. Oh, Family sweet. Sh- oh, sweet. Family sharing was created in a direct response to these users' requests. So, pretty sweet. This is very similar to the Netflix change where they created the profiles, so right. my recommendations aren't contaminated by My Little Pony anymore. Right, right. <laughs> oh, God. So, now they've also, Steam is, I think, Monday, they have a set of three big announcements. Valve has said it's going to happen on Monday. Now, on their announcement page, they just have a bunch of question marks, but they also have a controller, and they said it's related to their big screen uh, effort, which looks a lot like you'll hear a Steam counts console announcement. Yeah, I saw that. I got that email from yeah. Steve that was like, or from Valve that said three big announcements. Right. And, I was like, and oh. when you look at the page, it's like I bet this is the long rumored Steam console box or some mm. sort of something. something you can hook up to your uh, television and stream all your games to. That it would that be freaking have. awesome. Can uh, you be- imagine playing Gabriel Knight on our huge television? We don't have Gabriel Knight on Steam. I thought you bought it for me. On no, Steam. I bought you on GOG. Oh, that's a good old game. That is a good old yeah. game. Do but you can do Steam? like Walking Dead Walking or Dead. I already play on the Xbox on my computer. Or the Wolf Among Us. Oh, and that comes out. I'm gonna probably get it for the Xbox anyway. No, well, I'll get it on Steam because I played <laughs> The Walking Dead there. And, and, and I'll share. Yeah, exactly. And then we share. share. We share. You don't need to share the Game of Thrones game. No. no. So, that's, you know, I mean, that's, that one. that's one of the things is that I don't, I actually play a lot of people. I take recommendations from other people. I don't tend to choose a lot of my games myself. I tend to wait and mm-hmm. see who likes what and say, oh, okay, that sounds like something that I would actually like and sure. 
be okay at. One of the things that we've discovered is I'm not great at FPS. So, you know, I have to choose carefully, but I take recommendations to heart. Yeah. So okay. that's one of the things where the Steam um, sharing plan would be like, yes. Yeah. We can yeah. activate that. Because then you can... And then right. I can say, hey, I see this. Was it good? And then you can, you know. Well, we saw a yeah. demonstration earlier because Cupcheck was in the IRC saying, hey, no one's how are you enjoying Game of Thrones? Like, right. Well, I wasn't actually playing that because. <laughs> I bought it on my husband's Steam account. Yeah, yes. Exactly. Yeah. Which is on, which. Was pre-installed on your machine. Exactly. Was pre-installed on my PC. <laughs> so it's like. Well, because yours is the only gaming PC in, in the, the house, house right now. I mean, right. Part of the reason I was telling Grail, part of the reason I'm playing WoW right now is I'm on the Mac. And very few games are available on the Mac. Mac. Sure. I could do yeah. StarCraft 2 or WoW, basically, at this yeah. point. Yeah, yeah. So when I wanted to do MMO, even though I've got Guild Wars, it's a matter of... Yeah, you of, definitely uh, need to do Guild Wars. We'll uh, get there. Grail is enjoying it quite... PC. Yeah. Oh, quite a ton. It's a fun, easy, easy game to get into and play for a little bit or as long, but it does have that... Gotta catch them all because you no, go into these no. stu- <laughs> you go in these areas that's like oh I, there's 20 points to discover I should go try to just discover all of those and then oh there's like 10 vistas that are like Assassin Creed jumping puzzles that you have to get up yep. to and then there's a certain number of hearts and skill points and when you get them all they get this cool chest it's like okay so I spend like chests an hour what is with the chests jumping around to get a Very chest popular. You need to jump around to get a chest. I jump around to get my chest. Awesome. Yeah. And then sometimes you get bonus chests. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. So wasn't that chicken uh, Total Recall? Yes. That's exactly, yeah. <laughs> bonus chest. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Unexpected. Uh, Sweet. So I know this, again, I mean, I guess it's kind of technology-like. Okay. Um, you know how we are, well, Grail and I put some money down for that Golem Arcana. Oh, yeah. Um, right. From Hairbrain Schemes. They are at 1,900 and... Uh, one thousand? No, 100. sorry, one hundred ninety-four thousand mm-hmm. two hundred is where they're at. Twenty-two days left for their for their goal, and they have a five hundred thousand. Yeah, so I'm hoping they make it. But I really we'll see. want them to make Cause... it, only because I feel the technology is such great technology that they're using for this, mm-hmm. and it would be great to be able to. You know how they have like the Unreal Engine that right. every. Every game uses uh, platforms a, a, on which yeah, things exactly. are built. Sure. And I think this is great for other people who already do. Yeah, miniatures. yeah, you could adapt it to other things. But even their game themselves was good. The game it was, was fun. fun. Mm-hmm. It was you had compelling characters, yeah. and it was easy. It was so much faster than playing other games. It was so much faster. <laughs> it was so and nice. It was cool. Yeah. Even though Grail kicked my butt, yeah. but it was cool. No, that couldn't happen. Hey, hey, I beat him in that Yeah, she dominated me in the stupid card game. (laughs) (laughs) Which, uh, by the way, did not get I know, but that one was more of a failure to advertise. advertise. Yeah, it didn't get kickstarted because they didn't advertise correctly. But it was a cute cute game. It was a cute game. All right, also from the research that we talked about this a little earlier when we did the call-in topic, Mm -hmm. along with iOS 7. This week, Apple rolled out new iPhone hardware. So they have <laughs> yep. the oh. iPhone 5S. Yes. Yes. Which is basically the speedier version sure. of the 5. The, the normal. normal progression. Yeah. The big news was the 5C. Which yeah. are freaking ugly. They're the 5 cheap-ass version. Right. They're ugly. Colored. They're, they're colored. They're, and they're plastic. 5C, colored. It is, you know, it's ABS plastic. Yeah. And but they're 99 bucks. Yeah. And they're ugly. 
but they're they're basically the yeah. same as your iPhone five performance wise. But ugly. <laughs> <laughs> Put a black case on it, and it's like you have on yours anyway. And suddenly you can't tell. Yeah, I know. I just I don't understand how they picked that color scheme. Like those four colors, that is the ugliest red I've ever seen. It's the ugliest blue I've ever seen. There's beautiful colors of blues and reds and greens and yellows, and they decided to pick this ugly. It's almost as if they're trying color. to drive you to buy the full price one. <laughs> yeah. Think about this. Just saying. This is not the one they want to sell you. Right. Then don't make it. No, they want market saturation because the other side of this coin is yes, they make no money on the phone, but you're buying everything through the iTunes sure. online store. Sure. So it's a gateway. It's like why is the Kindle cheap? Right, right. Because it's a gateway drug for the Amazon store. Yeah. These are the same thing now, is these are portals into the app store. Now why is crack cheap? <laughs> But crack. <laughs> <laughs> what? That's free. Okay, oh, I came back into God. this conversation obviously at the wrong point. So, Apple's first attempt to penetrate markets like China uh, with an inexpensive iOS-based phone in the form of the 5C, available in green, blue, gold, red, and white plastic-backed. Um, it's basically very similar internal hardware to the original iPhone 5. The 5S now has the sexier, faster multi-core processor and a dedicated um, audio engine chip and various other things that you know, separated. And they basically took the iPhone 5 and repurposed it as the 5C and put it in a cheaper enclosure and starting at you know, 99 bucks with service s targeted at some segments of the U.S., but really mainly to, to penetrate markets elsewhere in the world where cheap phones are the only way to get your toe in the door. Sure. Mm -hmm. And so, yes. So this is their ugly cheap phone to get their toe in the door. You have your five. You're... I know. I love them. I, I like my five my... until this update. Yeah. But yes. Yeah. yeah. I, like, I like my five. Um, I haven't updated it yet. <laughs> I'm like, maybe I won't. Um, not until they fix that security breach anyway that... Yeah. Uh, Zero-day exploit. The, immediate, the immediately discovered zero-day security lock screen exploit found for iOS 7. Yes. Sweet. Yep. Yeah, it took, go, him, it took him less than 12 hours to have a major security hole in it. Steve, it's like, Steve is dead. Yeah. <laughs> just really. And now he is rolling. Yes. <laughs> generating electricity. Yeah. In his, in his grave. So Barry VA in the IRC says, gold. We're talking yeah. about the colors available. Yeah, gold. It's the 5S gold, gold version. Well, at least gold would have been a pretty color. They probably would have put, picked the ugliest gold color possible. I mean, it is. It's <laughs> not very gold. I mean, you look that at this, yellow color is disgusting. That's supposed to be gold. Yeah, no, that's it's. That's what they call it's gold. Pukey color. <laughs> no, no, the gold you, is the S. No, the five the five C has a gold color as an option, and it's really yellow, yellow. No, the iPhone S is the true next-generation iPhone in a choice of gold, black, or white. But right. the iPhone 5C is also available in gold plastic. Oh, well, that's plastic. That's the C. Who cares yeah, about that? Crap? Yes, there is, there is the first gold yeah. metal. I'm sure it is a metal, metallic, glorious, no, sun god that version of gold. gold. Yeah. <laughs> no, it is you know, Cadillac with the gold kit. Gold, <laughs> right, yeah. It might as well have rims on it. Right. I'm 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 really not a fan actually of no, I, gold I kits on anything. Dislike it intensely. <laughs> like, but again, we're not put it on a chain, Mr. Oh, T. Okay, I'm, I'm watching it. It's it's actually funny because the gold is it is a true gold. I'm watching the video, mm -hmm. but it's golden white, 
So yeah. the front is white mm-hmm. around it, and mm-hmm. the gold is really just the, a, back, plate. the back plate and um, portions of the wraparound. Right. Yep. That so are, basically silver that are, on the that are metal, yeah. That's Who silver is on the doing their packaging version. now? Because whoever it is, they have to go. <laughs> whoever. Get, get somebody with a little more fashion sense the doing their packaging. Dead. Yeah. Well, yeah. and the... Um, like one of the things I was happy, it's it's like half of the th- experience when you're buying an Apple product. Well, not half of it, but th- some of the fun of the experience is actually getting it home in the box and unpacking it from yeah. the box because their packaging, their they actual packaging well, yeah, is really the, awesome. The first I, iPod. Yeah. Right. I remember when you first unwrapped that and it was just like, it was all just done so well. Yeah. Right. It, it was, and it was this. Yeah. And it was this wonderful, you know, thing that you could, and I just really, and I'm very sad. And by the way, yeah, these five C's on the video, they're ooh, ugly. They look cheap. Right? Yeah. And not only that, ooh. the colors are so ugly. So sadly, C does sound like cheap. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and looks that way. Yeah. They're not, they're not good looking. I'm watching the video going, nope. ooh, that's bad. We've stepped backwards. Yeah. yeah. Speaking um, of stepping yes. backwards or sideways, sure. The Sony rolled out the PS Vita TV. 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 Which is this interesting. It's like filling a need that I'm not sure Anybody was needed. Has. Yeah. Um, no, I know. Yeah. Basically, I mean, PS Vita is your portable handheld gaming device. It's, it's, mm-hmm. it's the descendant of the PlayStation Portable. Right. And ties in and works with the PS3, will work with the PS4 to be kind of like the uh, Nintendo Wii U gaming pad uh, for certain applications. But then they have this other box, which lets you hook it directly to the TV. Well, it, and yeah. so why would you want to do that exactly? Well, the the weird thing, though, is is it doesn't just... It's not just a box to hook your Vita to the TV. It acts as a Vita right. on your TV. So you, you can, don't need a Vita. Right. Let's you play the Vita library, which are all right. downloadable via a good old DualShock controller yeah. on your television. Right. Why? I don't know. I don't know. It's really it was weird. really strange. So it's got a Vita card slot. allows the player Vita games on it as well. You don't even need a Vita. Just Vita games. And a DualShock 3, which you use the existing Bluetooth controller from PS3 and upcoming PS4. And I, I swear I, to God. I, why, why does this exist? It's interesting. It seems like it's a brainstorming exercise. It, this that somehow made it to product. I think this is probably Microsoft's entire strategy is the fact that every once in a while, Sony just goes batshit insane. And barfs up And you just have no TV. idea what they're, they're even thinking. And maybe it's just the fact they're like, wow, we got so much money from all our pre-orders for our PS4 that we have this crazy, you know, in the basement development group that has this weird idea. So we'll just throw some excess cash at them because we have capital on hand. And they came out with this. But also consider there's a big library of PSP and PS Vita games all downloadable. Sure. So it's well over a thousand. They had, uh, let's see... Over 100 PS Vita games can be played, and over 600 uh, PSP games. Ah, it also gives you access to the PlayStation 1 library. 
Does ah. it? Okay, so this okay, might so be a little sense. better. A nostalgia machine. So, sure. And if you can't buy uh, like a PS3, mm-hmm. at least you've got... Well, PS3 know. won't play PS1 games, though. Well, I know. So but does you, a Vita? No. It doesn't. This does more does. than Okay, Vita that's does. interesting. Yeah, so according to Sony, over 100 PS Vita games can be played via the PS Vita TV, over 600 PSP digital games, and over 600 PlayStation 1 and PC Engine games can be played through PS Vita TV. So it has a sizable, downloadable library with a probably not insignificant number of nostalgia titles in it. Um, so it's... And in the future, you will be able to use it to stream okay, PS4 well, games to another television. The PS Vita is compatible with over 100 PS1 classic titles. Okay. So, again, you're talking about a $50 difference if you get the package for the PS Vita TV with the DualShock controller, mm-hmm. which you probably would want, and it's $150. PS Vita itself is $200. Right. There's one thing that the Vita TV does that the or will do that may be a worthwhile is the streaming feature. So you put this box on another TV in your house, and your so your your PS4 is downstairs. Right. You put this on your TV upstairs, and you can play all your games upstairs. Stick the you know you download the content or stick the disc in downstairs. But someone else wants to use that TV to watch Netflix. You go upstairs and can play your game on another television. So you can have multiple TVs in the house all playing off of one PS4 console. I just get rid of the other person that I know watch exactly. Television. I mean, that's the easier <laughs> solution. Like, uh, <laughs> but consider eat it. family household that has you know the family room with the PS4, but no, it's also the main entertainment center. This would be a damn useful thing. It's a kid go upstairs <laughs> to your toy room, play the game there. I'm using this to watch. Grill just doesn't understand that most families share, unlike our family, who yeah. has to have everything we don't of their share own. At all. <laughs> We've, so. we've already observed your mutants. Right. Well, I would, I would argue and say that, that there have been – what we've moved into is the, the family of, of tablet users where, you know, our three-year-old walks up to the TV screen and tries to swipe it. Is it is hilarious. Because <laughs> Netflix she's – She's like, no, 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 no. She's waving her hand and scraping across the screen trying to make us move it the way she wants. Wow. Yeah. Because <laughs> she's used to it on the iPad wow. where Everything she can, is supposed to be a touch and she doesn't get it yet. And, 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 you know, and she uses, and so we have an extra iPad in the house now and the kids split it and they argue over who's going to have the iPad and who's going to use the TV because the iPad, I can go anywhere with it and I can use it and the TV, I'm stuck in this room. I can throw it down the stairs and I can. Oh God, don't even start. (laughs) Don't even start. So what do you guys know about the FCC versus Verizon case? Oh God. It makes my blood boil. Yeah. Um, Just nonstop. Basically, this is a long story of Verizon trying to get the rules rewritten and, and yeah. buy, buying chairperson after chairperson after chairperson at the FCC to get the rules for wireless internet, so cellular first, and now they're trying to push it more and more into their hardline business, such that net neutrality goes out the window. Right. Where, based on whose service you're accessing via your Verizon ISP, they will have a say in whether or not you're allowed to access that content and what quality of connection you get. So you may have a 50 megabit connection, but oh, you want to go to Netflix? We're only going to give you two. Right. Unless... Unless somebody pays us money. Right. Unless either Netflix pays us more money or you, you or you give us an enhanced service version, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. And so one argument is, no, Verizon, you you have 
decided to offer internet service and you have no say in what people use it right. for. You sell them a certain size pipe and that is the end of your involvement is one side of the argument. So, right. So I look at it as, think about this. I'm a power company. I'm Detroit Edison, mm -hmm. right? When I sell people power, I don't care whether they're using it to cook their dinner or run their lights or run the heat in their house or run. I'm selling them power in a specific quantity that they are using. You sell them a kilowatt hour for a certain dollar amount. Exactly. And mm -hmm. I don't care how you use it. It's power. Right? So I look at Verizon the same way. They are, there's an infrastructure in the Internet, and there's a pipe and a bandwidth that you're getting on your, on your wireless. And you should not have a say in how I use it. Because I, the power companies can't tell what you're using the power for. And the ISPs I, can tell. I lay that, odds. That has led them. I actually lay odds that the power companies, if they had wanted to, could tell. Maybe generally, but I mean, very, very specifically, they can do packet inspection, and ISPs can tell exactly what they're using. You are using their service for, and that has led them into a thinking that somehow it's okay. They should maybe have a say in what happens. Right, and therefore might makes right. right. The fact that they can means that they should. Right, and that's where they're trying to go. Is because basically they want to charge a premium for the popular yeah. services because the other the flip side of the argument is Netflix has built their business mm -hmm. on the backs of the ISP and they pay nothing to the ISP for it sure and the ISP sitting there saying why should they be walking away with billions serving their product over my network innovation and, and I get no cut of it is is the what they've talked themselves right, into? Right. You're getting a cut of it. Argument. I'm paying you for using your pipeline. And more. Want more? Yeah. Want you made more. something very Stupid popular. And ridiculous. It's, I know. It's ridiculous. I mean, I think it's. But that's that's their thinking. No, is, no. I, they've somehow talked themselves into. I should get a cut of that. No, you shouldn't. But I mean, and again, it really it boils down to quality of service is what we're talking about. QoS. We're mm -hmm. trying to traffic shaping. Yeah, shape the traffic. Now, using your electric or power company. If we had power companies were able to determine, like, I want for, like, emergency services, I want to give that a higher amount of power versus home. So if something happens on my grid and uh, things are going to start shutting down, I want to make sure the hospitals keep power. Or the they actually stations. have that. And they have that. Right. And that's the same type of thing. Like, I think everybody would be okay if you said, well, we want to keep communications open for our military or our first responders via right. Verizon. Imminent domain. Everybody would stuff. say that's perfectly fine. It's when you get into, well, now you're just talking about profit is where everybody starts going, well, wait a second. Because now you're basically putting bigger companies ahead of smaller companies. Because big companies might be able to come and say, here, Verizon, here's extra money. Right. Give us the best service, and a smaller company would say, "Well, I can't afford that." Right, the innovator, and it really right. is. It cuts out the small guy, and right. that's how we get the big companies. Netflix was a small right. company at one point. Right, they had to go through all the the trouble of building themselves up. They had to go through all the lawsuits and everything else, and they've made it. And there's, I don't believe it's fair to have them pay more money for something you that I already pay for anyway. Right. Yeah. I, I do. I think that, uh, yeah, I think this is, is ridiculous. And there, I agree that there should be a line. And there's a difference between I have a cell phone. Every cell phone can make emergency calls. Sure. Whether it has a service plan on it or not. Right, right. Why does that exist? It exists because cell phones are a form of communication that mm -hmm. should be allowed to be used that way. And that was something that did go through. So I, I think that, 
you know, I think this is a crappy trial. I hope that that um, people I hope are that sensible. The, I hope that the federal court that's actually taking up that challenge sees that it's a crappy, you know, um, that it's a crappy case mm-hmm. that's been put in front of them and, and basically tosses it out. Now, there is precedent for having it been having been tossed out. They've tossed this out once now, twice now. Twice, I think. Two different forms. Very right. So they different. keep finding new arguments. They're trying to come around. Now it's First Amendment. They keep, yeah, they, they, just, they keep paying the lawyers and the lobbyists, and they're trying to get the because this yeah. is this is billions upon billions of dollars potentially for them well, in the future. And again, it, it's reminiscent of like the RIAA, yep. the MPAA. Mm-hmm. That, no, this, this is Digital Millennium Copyright Act crap all over again. Right. So yeah. I have I have a question though. In the article, it actually says that among Verizon's arguments against the open internet order is the contention that it violates the company's rights under the First Amendment and Fifth Amendment. And I'm like, okay, First That's Amendment, perjury. I get. Self-incrimination. Fifth Amendment is self-incrimination. Yeah. So what? So basically what they're saying is it violates our Fifth Amendment rights because corporations are people and we shouldn't have to incriminate ourselves as people. So there's got to be something going on here, unless this is a typo in this article. That's weird. There's yeah. got to be that something else. Yeah, off the top of my head, I can't think of anything that would be a Fifth Amendment violation. Uh, I'm like, I'm... Allowing someone to use their network to break the law would somehow make them responsible for it, which has never been the that's case. No, that's never, no, been, the case. That's never been, yeah. been the case. I'm Listen. trying to figure out what their Fifth Amendment argument that's is. That's interesting. Because everyone's talking about the First Amendment right. one. So what's the trick in the Fifth Amendment? Because yeah. they wouldn't tie it in there, and they wouldn't be talking about it if they didn't think they had a hook. Wobbly in the IRC, the Fifth Amendment to the Constitution, Constitution states that you cannot be forced to incriminate yourself as a criminal. So if, if someone, if you're on trial or you're giving testimony and you're asked to a question and the answer incriminates you, would, would basically right. make you a lawbreaker, you can say, I'm asserting my Fifth, fifth Amendment right, right against self-incrimination. I will not answer that question. Or taking the right. fifth. I'm taking I'm the taking fifth. fifth. Yeah. Right, but then what does that have to do It makes do no with... sense. Right, so sense. what does it have to I do mean, with this company is, in this yeah. trial? Yeah, I think exactly. everybody understands the Fifth Google Amendment. Google that but a little bit to see what I'm their like, argument is. What is their argument there? Because I'm really intrigued by that now. Well, I'm betting it's, it is way off the reservation because they're trying to make new law here and they're trying to use whatever argument they can. And also in the IRC, Missing was asking about what's the status of SOPA, the Stop Online Piracy Act. Uh, like a bad zombie, it's back again. He refuses right. in, to stay in dead. In another form. Yeah. Uh, which is, and, but thankfully, uh, well, communities I mean, like Reddit are there to inform people and get. But remember, SOPA, at its very, very heart of it, mm-hmm. is about ownership and copyright. copyright. Right. It wasn't the fact that people were coming out and saying, hey, you guys are stealing all my stuff, that's bad, that people got really offended about. It was the fact they made these broad laws mm-hmm. that was going to incriminate a lot of things that had nothing, nothing to, to do, do with, with copyright. And, 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 and do things like, broad. I'm going to shut down every internet cafe. Right. <laughs> Not in that's I mean, like, that's really? Florida. Oh, yeah, that's Florida. Florida is in, in its own Florida's little world. different yeah. in quotation marks. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, but, but yeah, so SOPA yeah. in general I think it's not. It never was dead. It was just said sent back for revision. It's con- no. It has been killed a couple of times and then revived. Yeah. In different forms and basically keep trying to push it through because their corporate overlords want this. Oh sure. And so the people who own Congress are saying, "You get in there and get this law through the DMCA. We like that. Give us more like that." Yeah. Yeah. It's 
It's a rough one. I mean, to me, copyright and and ownership of uh, intellectual property is dicey, especially yeah. in the mm-hmm. age of the Internet. It's a dicey thing because yeah. it's really easy to take stuff until you've produced something, and then you go, well, wait a second. Wait a second. Right. So, well, because I mean, when we got into digital products, it got so easy and so trivial right. to be a criminal, yeah. to steal, yeah. mm-hmm. that people stopped thinking of it as stealing. So how could that possibly be stealing? That right, was so right. easy. So I, all I did was I press download, and I have a song. Mm-hmm. That can't be criminal. Yeah, no. yeah, it was. Well, I mean, so was recording stuff on VHS and beta tapes. Uh, for a while, but then, yeah. they, then they fixed that. Right, right. Um, <laughs> which is and actually that case yeah. is, was the granddaddy of all these um, yeah. copyright, because that one, the, the ability where the court said, no, you are permitted for personal use to record stuff off the air onto a tape, and you're not. It's when you copy it and distribute it and for sale. sale. Right. Yes. But for personal use, recording yeah. stuff off the air is totally legal. Run along. That was a huge case when, when VHS mm-hmm. and Beta became essentially Betamax that was the yeah. right. to court over it. Yep. And everything Betamax, else. who eventually died a horrific death. So, yeah, our death. patent system yeah. and our copyright system have a ton of catching up to do yeah. for 21st so century technology. That a good chunk of our listeners probably have no idea what a Betamax is. Uh, Thanks, girl. Old I wasn't feeling now. now I feel like a freaking. <laughs> Don't worry, Boba Fetish tends to post. That's his entire research. That usually is. Let me make no mice feel old, old by posting all these things like that happened twenty five. Why years do I ago. like you so much? Boba? <laughs> <laughs> Remind me. Uh, all right, all right. We're up to another Let's break here. So, you were listening to Geriatric Radio. <laughs> <laughs> Casually, casually get the hell off my lawn. <laughs> we shall return right after a little more uh, Andrew Allen Trio. This is off of their Smooth Federation album. Uh, in honor of the fact that I've been dusting off uh, while doing some of this spawn camping and uh, yeah, fishing. It sounds like you have a lot of time <laughs> in between I know, camps. right? <laughs> and so I set up the old iPad and have been reviewing some of the old uh, Star Trek Deep Space Nine mm. episodes. Ah. And I can report... Totally holds up. Uh, good storytelling is just good storytelling. Yeah. Good acting mm-hmm. is just good acting. And the episodes, hell, even Trials and Tribulations, the mixed one with the old yeah. series footage, holds up well. So this is uh, Andrew Allen's interpretation of the Deep Space Nine theme. Coming to you live on alphageekradio.com. We'll be back right after this. Scott Johnson here from Frog Pants Studios, and you're listening to Alpha Geek Radio.
I'm a nerd, and uh, I'm pretty proud of it. Nerds with opinions. Welcome back to Casually Hardcore Live on AlphaGeekRadio.com. The fourth half of the show, Nerds with Opinions. That's all of you calling all of us. So get on the Skype and the account. What? I love you, you're pretty, but what? The Skype. The Google. Your point? Yeah, that's right. I'm going to the Google. Oh, look at that. I'm going to the Skype. I'm going to the Facebook. The Google. I'm going to, Consult the Google. I'm going to the old... No, no, no. Remember from that uh, that uh, social network movie? Oh, that's no. Right. Justin Timberlake said, drop, drop the, the, the. Right. It originally was called The Facebook. The that's Facebook. right. Yes. Right. <laughs> drop the the. Drop the the. Nerds with so, opinions. To call in, warm up your copy of The Skype and point it at the account GnomeWise. That's G N O M E W I S E. That would be me. That would be you. And we'll bring you on the show to speak. What is on your mind to the world? And not shockingly, we have a speaker on the line. Before who... we start with him, though. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, you, you, <laughs> you call her. Shut up. Yes, Daxa? Before we start with him, that, that music that you just played, yes. I don't know if Grail told you, but um, at the Triwizard Tournament, they had a band at the first bar, oh, yeah. and the band mm-hmm. was playing Harry Potter-themed music. Yeah. Awesome. It so. was pretty sweet. Jazzy. It was like a jazz yeah, band. Yeah, like a yeah. jazzy band. It was sweet. And it was mm-hmm. so, so good. And that just reminded me of the, you know, because their awesome. music is so awesome. Cool. Well, Andrew and, and you does. finally yes. recovered from the Triwizard oh. Tournament. <laughs> what what have pros. you been talking about? <laughs> I just said three of us attended. And if you had to rate us as who's the worst off on the next day, Daxa won. <laughs> <laughs> Daxa won because Daxa did more challenges. Yeah. Uh-huh. No. Daxa did the same amount of challenges. Daxa decided to invent her own challenges <laughs> and did extra drinks. Well, that's because that's what happens a couple drinks in. Right. Everything sounds like a good idea. <laughs> I can make up my own challenge here. I got it. One tequila, two tequila, yes. three tequila floor. So anyways, I thought that that was really neat because they yeah. actually had the jazz band playing. That They actually learned the theme music so they could play yeah. the that night. Yeah, it was really neat. Treat. Most excellent. And Back to Barry. Oh, yeah, that guy who you have to... Now, a man who needs no introduction. I don't know how I'm going to sound. I, got a, I developed a cold last night at an outdoor concert, so... Hello. Hi. Yo. Uh, I actually, surprisingly, have something to say about both of the call-in topics. <gasps> wow. Uh, well, I'm an iPhone user, and um, I, I did the update... I, Everyone I saw on Reddit and Twitter complaining about the update, I thought they were having, like, technical problems, but my download was relatively seamless, and it started. And it is very different, the the, the newer user interface and all that stuff. But I don't hate it, I think, as much as some you guys apparently do. Uh, I mean, it's, it's just different. I don't know. <laughs> I haven't encountered any of these things where, you know, swiping left is not swiping right or, whatever, or vice versa or whatever. I, everything pretty much works the same for me. Uh, the only thing I noticed that they've really changed is um, the Facebook app. The notifications and mm. messages things are on the bottom instead of the top, but that's not really that like crazy. I, I still keep looking for them on the top, but I don't really log into my Facebook app on my phone that much anyways. Usually just to get the notifications on there to go away uh, because it, on my phone. <laughs> that's true. Um, but also, Grand Theft Auto Five. I've been playing a ton of Grand Theft Auto Five. So, really? so sell, sell Grail on the game. 
Well, as we were talking, or as you guys were talking about earlier, about how uh, sports games from iteration to iteration don't really change that much, and they have to like, uh, you know, kill, you know, bash the older last year's model to sell to this year's model. Um, obviously, the turnover rate on Grand Theft Auto games is a lot longer. Yeah. And I think that it's a huge improvement this generation from five to four uh, over some of the really annoying stuff uh, in four. Uh, I, did you play through a lot of four? Or? Yeah, I played a ton of four. So you remember how annoying it was that your cousin was always calling you. And oh, yeah. You, he was a jackass. Little, that meta game of like building reputation with your girlfriends and your cousin and you know you could get more quests from them if you right right were friendly with them or whatever and it was super annoying and i mean as with all of the grand theft auto games you always have the option of doing a quest and then you're just you can do whatever you want sure when you're in between quests you can go get another quest or you can just decide to like explore well the great thing about this new game is that they've taken it to three main characters and at any given time you can if, if you're i think i don't know uh, on a quest or not on a quest you can just say i want to switch perspectives from this character to that character and the other characters aren't ever doing anything uninteresting you switch over them and one of them's in a high-speed chase with the police all of a sudden and you're like okay now i have to figure out what the heck's going on here or you know they're in the middle of of this or that and it's really it's cool that when you switch off, if you switch off and switch back right away, they're usually right around the same spot or still standing there. But if you let them be for a couple minutes and then go back, they've wandered off and are living their life on their own and everything. Nice. So anytime you're not, you get bored with a character, you can just switch to a different one. And then a lot of the quests are based around, uh, and the missions are based around the three of you getting together and planning these heists and each character has something that they're stronger at and everything, so you can decide how you're going to do these missions a lot differently than where all the other games where you were always, like, the one guy that had to, like... Do everything. Yeah. yeah, you had to do everything. You had to, like, figure out how to make everything work from one perspective. You can switch between these three different guys, and one guy's a better driver, including the fact that you can uh, hit a button and kind of go bullet time while you're driving with him, so it's easier to, like... Oh, that's things. cool. And one guy's a better shot with a gun, and the other guy has uh, some other skill that I'm not remembering correctly right now. But yeah, it's just, it's a lot more interesting. And the story is really cool because there's like three, it's three times the story. The game is a lot bigger. And they're going to finally try to do uh, Grand Theft Auto Online. I think it launches next Tuesday. Nice. Uh, which is going to be squad-based missions with you and your friends and stuff. I think it's going to be amazing. Because criminals run in squads. Yeah, they, they do for heists. When you're doing like a heist, oh, a it's heist. All about bank heists and jewel heists. Yeah, you think so, a gang is so point break, huh? Exactly. exactly. Yeah, and yeah, it, in the Grand Theft Auto Online, they're selling like uh, your squad, your gang versus other gangs and stuff. You yeah. can go in, and it's all going to be online. Everyone's going to be online at the same time, trying to you know, if you and another gang try to rob the same bank at the same time, you can shoot it out. Or something. Mm. The way God intended. <laughs> exactly. Right on. All right. Stand by a second. Skype's being weird here, and I think it's not showing me notifications of people. Oh, no. There we go. There you so are. All I had to do was threaten, threaten to, uh, to, to, to restart it. it. Yeah. Right. All right. Let's see if it's successfully added uh, anyone to the call. Can you hear us now? And who's calling? This is true. Hey, true. Hey, true. Hi, true. 
How's it going, guys? Oh, we're still kicking. How are you doing? Pretty good, pretty good. Just grinding away in Final Fantasy, unfortunately, today. But, uh... Ew. Final Fantasy fourteen. Yes. Now, uh, since the great redesign, is it all that in a bag of chips? What's the What's the word on that? It is definitely a playable game. It's definitely a good game now. <laughs> playable, playable game? <laughs> that is not high praise. <laughs> if you played the, fir play the first one at launch, it was a tech demo. Oh. Ouch. Uh, it was... Uh, it was pretty useful. This one is now oh, uh, fully fledged a game. I mean, it's got rough edges. Of course, every MMO has rough edges, and of course, it's all pretty prophecy fixed in the, in the first patch. So it's an MMO. Yeah. Oh, mm -hmm. okay. I didn't even know that. Hmm. <laughs> Remember, I told you I went to see it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You had the boobs. <laughs> okay, issue. so yes, I had the boobs yeah. issue. More chests. Okay. No, no, no. Seriously. Um, I went and I, I checked it out at PAX, and they you could create a character. Okay. So I went to create a character, but I was checking. I was talking to the lady beside me, and she was um, she was creating her character. And as soon as I saw that one of the options on the female character was chest size, I yeah. decided to create a male character. <laughs> and, and did they give you bulge size? No, they do not. Well, that's an inequity. It's absolutely, and I had a huge issue with that. As soon as I did that, I just like got up and left. I was like, "You should have like pec size on something, men, then. yeah, okay. beard length." Jeez, or you yeah. know, like fix the audio problem. biceps or something, but <laughs> <laughs> there's like nothing. All right, so true. What are you uh, actually calling in? On which topic, or all the above? Well, uh, on iOS seven and on the I and on the iOS release stuff, uh, I've got iOS seven loaded into my iPad, and. Uh, it's definitely flat. Um, I'm not sure if I like the new color scheme, but uh, it's usable. It's not like it's going to kill me. It's not like it's a usability problem, but it is different. I don't personally like different. it, but they needed. They felt they needed a change, and by government, they were going to change. Yeah. Change is good. You go first. That's actually what I thought too. Yeah. It, it like now, I, I can use it. I just it's not pretty. It's not aesthetically pleasing to me. It's just no. there. Now, uh, cup check. I saw you trying to call just there. Try again. I think Skype's behaving itself now. Now, uh, on the iPhone 5C, I think I, I have a new different theory than most people on why they are doing this. Think about it this way: support lifespan. If someone bought a new iPhone 5S two weeks ago with Apple Care, that means Apple's Effectively, had to support had to support the same piece of hardware with spare parts, manufacturer warranty support for five years. If they come out with two new models every year, a full price model and a low cost model, they only have to they cut their support lifetime down to three years. And top and no mind, as an IT guy, you know that technology gets cheaper, 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 and then spikes obnoxiously expensive at a certain point. Like for example, if you try to get say SD, new DDR RAM right now, you're going to be paying a small fortune for it. Because nobody's made it in years. Right. Quant, just, just, okay, economy. Mm -hmm. Sure. All right, so I just fixed and, something that was wrong with uh, Skype there, so people should be able to hear the callers a little better now. Go on. So I think they're just basically trying to lower their life spot, and so they only have to support each model for like three years. Also... That way, they don't have to support so many back versions of iOS. So when iOS 10 comes out or whatever, they don't have to support the iPhone 5C and the 5S anymore. And buy new they hardware. Because by that time, everyone who could have possibly bought it during a two-year contract period is out of their two-year contract. Gotcha. See, yeah. I have a different point of view on that. I believe that they 
purposely build the hardware to fall to pieces at exactly the same time that the new phone comes out. Because uh, a guy that I work with and I both have the 4S, and the same button on both of our phones broke within days of each other. And it's it's one of the, you know, there's only a few buttons on the outside of a phone. It's the major power button on the top of the phone. I can't, it doesn't work on my phone anymore. I ha- I'm pretty much forced to buy a new iPhone right well, now. And I of course, you're, you're, you're oh, if I go, is, I'm on my sprint contract, I can get it cheaper. Yeah, my, my power button is starting to not work too. Uh, you probably have some grit over there. Um, just turn the phone off, get some good old heavy-duty isopropyl alcohol, and just like tweeze it in there with a Q-tip. You might knock whatever it is loose. Just That's don't turn thing. on the phone for a few hours afterwards. That's the thing. The phone, the button went from working to not working at all. So the only way I can turn the phone off is to essentially. I, I don't know how I would turn the phone off. I can't right let now it, because the button doesn't work. Let it discharge. Just yeah. start, start YouTube on it, walk away, <laughs> come back two hours later, it's dead. Yeah, because I have time for that. <laughs> All right, so we have added another caller to the call here. Welcome, Cupcheck, and you wish to speak about GTA V5, right? Or 5V? And then there was a kind of silence. Unmute your microphone. Maybe. I know it's working because we can hear the... Hello. There, there you are. Hey. I live. He, but he, where he, he lives. lives. See, to the show. It, there's people are gonna, you know, hound all over me for what I'm gonna say about GTA. Excellent, as, excellent. <laughs> awesome. Go ahead. Love that. Bring it. So I'm just giving y'all the heads up on that. Well, for those who are well, were, was introduced to the uh, GTA franchise when it was when it was turned 3D and GTA 3, you know. I gave it a shot. I was more of a fan of the top-down uh, 2D perspective that Seriously old one, yeah, that one, two, and London provided for us on the original PlayStation. As it slowly started turning into a more, uh, when it turned from a pure sandbox game to a online sandbox game, that's where. That's where it kind of rubbed me the wrong way because the franchise was solely based on um, was was solely based on the one player experience, which was great. But when they started adding on online with four, you know, I, I seriously think that the franchise started trying uh, tried to do a little bit too much. We tried to do something that was not part of their their core appeal, right? And that's is that where they lost your your interest? Well, they they lost my interest uh, just for the fact of you know trying to pile on more features. You know, oh, a game's not a game unless it has online. Well, they put online to satisfy those people. They tried they tried to do so much just to satisfy different demographics with, within the gaming world that it's just you know it proceeded to give me the middle finger in the process. Because it was awesome the way it was, as far as you're concerned. Why are you cluttering my awesome game with this useless crap? Right. Mm. I've seen that happen before. That happens uh, a lot. Yeah. <clears throat> I and, have to ask, though, did you play Chinatown Wars? I can't recall. I, I remember playing something on the DS. Yeah. That, it only came out like a year ago. But uh, as, far as, as far as remembering if it was Chinatown Wars, I can't recall. 
Okay. <laughs> I, I, all, all that I know is that I played something on the DS, whether it was Chinatown Wars, it, it escapes me. Well, this but. is, in fact, getting older, casually hardcore. So. <laughs> the memory is not what it once was. Who are you? Uh, <laughs> who are you people? What are you doing in my uh, family? Yeah, I just turned 28 this year, too. So. Get off my lawn! You Get turned my what? I'm you're, sorry. You're a young monk. <laughs> But, uh, I remember 28. <laughs> I remember it well, as if it but were really, dozens of years ago. What, yes, it was what, a long what's really ago. funny about what's really funny about GTA 5 is is that I have not heard a thing about it. All that I know, all that I knew before its release was the actual release date, and then CNN of all people decides to, you know, run this thing about you know is GTA 5 gaming Nirvana. And I'm like <laughs> really. Yeah. Really? Well, I mean, you got to take it fact. It, what what game can you remember that sold a billion? No, a billion dollars. But no, I, I understand why it showed up on their yeah. radar. I just like no, no, get the hell out of my hobby. Well, <laughs> it, CNN, you're well, not yeah. welcome here. Well, it beats Fox TV. Will GTA Five destroy your local school system? <laughs> really? Well, of course. It's no, Fox I, I know I'm making that up, but that's, no, no, I bet you, I bet you're not. One of their, it's their kind of headline. <laughs> No, I, I saw a story I on, on Reddit which illustrated the the every one of those news stories is in fact a story about bad parenting. Sure, the, the GameStop employee who it was the, it was the scumbag parent meme, and so store employee you know the, the the title was the parents came in to buy this for their obviously young child. Right, and the the meme was explains to parents that this game is rated M and you can do things like get a stripper to come home and have sex with you. And the response from the parents is berates employee for discussing sex and strippers in front of their young child. Still buys the game. Still buys him the game. Nice. <laughs> it's like Nice. Well, bad what parents. Was really, what's really funny about the whole, uh, you know, is GTA 5 gaming Nirvana thing. They decided to re- show B-reel of... You know, yoga, biking, eating healthy food, you know, doing all Which this stuff. Which are all stuff. things you can do in GTA Five, Right. How likely is and the average gaming 13-year-old going to do that? Exactly. Yeah, I'm totally going to spend an hour doing yoga. 13-year-old should not have this game. Well, although, yeah. if you work out in the game, it does make you faster running and all that oh, on missions and stuff. Hey, true <laughs> to real life. I do beg to differ that, no, 13-year-olds... The statement 13-year-old should not have this game is not cross-board. If you have a The 13-year-old. average 13-year-old okay. should not have this game. I was like, if you parent your child and he understands what the difference between real life and games are, then by all, by all meaning, by the 13-year-old, his... The average 13-year-old is going to be given this game and then left alone in a room well, yeah, that's dumb. with his friends to play it and think that, oh, this is teaching me about life. Yeah, she... Wrong. Yeah. Then, very wrong. Then he's a very and dumb 13-year-old. Yep. Leads to yeah, the... because it's a lot harder to get a stripper to go home with you in real life than it, should, than it is <laughs> Wait, home. That game, seriously, totally that game's everybody. setting everyone's expectations about that really high. <laughs> Insanely high. And on that bombshell, it's time to end. <laughs> yes. Wow. Thank you very much, Dylan, for calling in today and making our show that much better. I'm going to systematically kick you all to the curb as we wrap things up. Thank you, Cupcheck. See you later. Thank yep. you, True. Bye. Say something so I can cut you off. <laughs> Damn it. It's not going to work with See me. See ya. <laughs> Good one. Bye. Bye.
Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> ah, so they know how you are. You tipped them off. Tipped them off. I'm a hugger. I'm a, I'm a giver. Goodbye. <laughs> You're a virtual hugger, I guess. Well, that was an, an interesting thing I saw. There, there was the concept of being slash dotted, where when your um, site got listed on slash dot, your server would get annihilated. Mm-hmm. Right. The Reddit version of that apparently is the Reddit hug of death, where you get something posted, linked on Reddit, and it annihilates your site. Your site's being hugged Aww. by the Reddit community. Aww. Hugged so hard that the That you can't squeeze the life yeah, out of you? Yep. Exactly. That's yep. what you need. The Reddit hug of death. The Reddit hug of death. Okay. All right. So, you have been listening to Casually Hardcore live on alphageekradio.com. Two hours of your life, you just ain't getting back. We shall return next week unless there's a game. No game, nothing. Same bat time, same bat channel. Hopefully I'll have some reports about uh, Disney Infinity for you from uh, oh, yeah. Nemesis and I right after the Yeah, because uh, you're, you're on the target for right after this. He, he came down the stairs right at 3 when we normally wrap up. He says, uh, Why are you still talking? You showed me the box Let's and everything. Go. Let's go. <laughs> it's like a form of torture. I showed him the box. Yeah. <laughs> it's like showing him so the instruments. Say, he found the box. I didn't uh, show it. So like, hey, what's that? <laughs> Crap. Well, and then I'll be posting the um, the packs oh, swag yes. bag. Your swag. Yes. And we have uh, swag going out for those of you who uh, contributed to the uh, Doghouse Systems fundraiser. Yes. Uh, we've got the signed Scott Johnson prints going out, hopefully along with some bonus swag. They came back from PAX Prime mm-hmm. with the Dax uh, and the Grail. Uh, find us on the web, many places, alphageekradio.com. We've got the forums there along with the research thread. You can find us on the Facebook. Just search for Casually Hardcore. We're also on Google+. You can follow us on the Twitter as Twitter. Alpha Geek Radio for the station, Hardcore Casuals for the show. I am Gnomewise. She is Iolite underscore CH. You are Daxa CH. And you are Izzy Grail, I-Z-Z-Y-G-R-A-I-L. Because that's how you roll. Yep. And the email address to get involved with the show is the show. At alphageekradio.com. That's the show at alphageekradio.com. Because it's like the Facebook. See how we roll? <laughs> at wow. least we're consistent. I have been Gnomewise. I've been Iolite. I've been Dexa. And I've been Grail. And we are the out of here. <laughs> Bye. Bye-bye, radio people. Bombardita, 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 bombardita,